Holy fuck. It's been a long time. Welcome to 8mm Dissection with your classic hosts. Uh, probably, uh, what, about a year and four months, something like that, since we've done this? Oh, like no. That. If longer not longer than, than that, that. Like two, at least two. Well, let's see. I got a date right here. That's uh, August 15th, 2017 is the last one that got posted. And I think technically that was me and Jared. Yeah. Was that the... Uh, Shining. Yeah. That, I the Shining. I don't think I did that one. Either, either way, this is Petey here with the hamster. As always, we still got rodents running around here. It's uh, not good. New location, actually, since uh, the last time you and I recorded at all. Yeah. Completely new Co- location. Out of the bright and sunny land of St. Peter, Minnesota. Um, I'm not going to give you my street because obviously stalkers That's true. Uh, were very popular. Especially in Istanbul. I don't know if that's well, true. Well, see, I don't think that's true. Uh, if Actually, if anything, um, when we were still doing Gents Inc. a lot, uh, I think we were most popula- popular in Latvia, as it turns out. It was a very strange thing that Latvia <laughs> was the spot. But when Does, we did our research, there are very attractive women in Latvia. Well, that's cool. I'm okay Yeah, learn something there. It was, um, uh, does wow. La- Latvia have a lot of poplar trees? Um, yeah, I don't know much about their foliage. I believe that would be fauna. Nope. Nope. That's that's the animals. Oh my! We're off to a great start, folks. <sighs> what do you got? Oh my god! Uh, I don't. I think don't... It was, you already. We. I had foliage. You had fauna. I don't know what could have possibly been next. I Fent- was gonna fentanyl. try to. I, no, I was gonna try to segue into the fauna thing because we got some creeper fauna. Oh, that's kind of where I was going. With creeper. It. I didn't fauna. have it in my head right, so. I'm not sure what that even really means. The creeper. But uh, that's uh, a very on-the-nose hint, folks. We did Jeepers Creepers 3 for our big return. we did. And Jeepers Creepers 3, what the fuck happened to this movie? For anybody who has listened in the past knows that we were very, very excited for this film. We knew one day it would happen. One fucking day. And in fact, towards the very end of our doing our recordings, it was confirmed that something was going to happen. Uh, we just didn't have a whole lot other than like a potential direction. No real plot points. No no importances. No who's going to be in it. Is it going to feature the the first movie cast or anything like that? We just had hopefully Jeepers Creepers 3. Yeah, that's exactly right. And our hopes were high, I think, to say in the least. Definitely. <laughs> and it turns out that movie came too soon. Ah, uh, I came too soon. But that had nothing to do with this movie. Okay. Okay. Sorry Just to, just to be that. clear. Uh, right. It's just a problem I, was born I have too in my soon. life. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, it shouldn't have happened, uh, at least under the directorship and writership that it was under. That's, uh, yeah. Our good old pal, Victor Salva. Don't call him our pal. Well, okay. you probably shouldn't associate with pedophiles. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. He could be your pal. Not mine. Look, he's got a weird thing, but maybe he's an okay guy. Nope, I don't I... think. <laughs> Have you seen his face? He's got the mustache. That is the giveaway. You can not have the mustache you, and not be a pedo. Or wait, you can have the mustache and not be a pedo, but you can't not have the stash and be a pedo. Pretty sure that's how it works in their world. At I least. feel like that was the most confusing way you worded that. What? I don't know. It just didn't sit right. Yeah, well, in, in other words, you must have the stash. That's true. Like I've kind of confirmed that uh, if somebody has a mustache, they're probably a villain. Stalin, in Mussolini, some way or another, yeah. Hitler. Yeah, I guess I never really Mao. thought of. 
child molesters as villains. Like I've never, never used that term in oh, relation villain. to child molesters. John Wayne Gacy, <laughs> right there. What a villain! I, I did Bundy. I, I always think nope. something a little more on the uh, superhero side, a little less molestery. Oh, oh. Just um, saying. I'm just saying. That's, that's name, my association. Okay, name me a supervillain. That's not molestery? That, 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 that has a mustache. Mol- a supervillain that has a mustache. Yeah. It doesn't work in the cinematic universe. It works just fine in the cinematic name universe. Name one. I'm I not, named like I'm seven. I'm not going to satisfy you. <laughs> I can't name one. The guy that runs there's, the newspaper. There's definitely one. The guy. What's that guy? Spider-Man? Name? Yeah. The one's the Jameson. Bugle? Jameson? Jim Jameson. I think you're right. That guy. He has a mustache. He's not a real villain. He's just a prick. All right, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers <laughs> Volume 3, folks. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, th- there's really not a whole lot to be said for this movie other than you need to experience it for its own atrocity. Yeah. I mean, it, that's about it. It's like it went from trying to be a, a somewhat serious movie to embracing the camp cult fucking mentality, but it did a shit job of being both. Garbage. Whoa, ahead of myself here. The one thing I will give it that almost is irritating to a certain degree is the quality. Aside from the CGI, which we'll touch on uh, later on, but oh, uh, first, no. as far as like the film quality and everything, it's like this looks good. Like this, the lighting's pretty solid in most scenarios. Like, yeah, they didn't have a shit camera. Everything kind of flows like a movie is the expected score was to flow. Good. Sure, yeah. For the most part, there's the, one the part that I'll touch on that I was like, I don't know why, but okay. In, yeah, in general, I do think the music was pretty solid. Like yeah, it, was it wasn't good bad. Music. Maybe yeah. it didn't fit it perfect, but yeah, it was good. But. But, exactly. What bothers me is like, okay, so I've seen way, way better pieces of work that were forced to be done with way shittier equipment. Like, how did this boy or girl, I guess I can't remember which one, but... This child toucher get enough money to make a movie that actually looks pretty fucking respectable. And then on top of that, pissed it all away. Like, that's what I'm like, come the fuck on, man. Like, I've seen so many fucking movies that could have done way better things with that kind right. of a budget. Well, and like, as Jared as was saying, it, it feels was like still. they just tried to rush the movie and just get it out there. But, like, if you're doing the movie, just do the fucking movie. For fuck's <laughs> sakes, bud. Like, you got one of the coolest possible villains for a horror movie. And you just keep confusing everything and not making any sense of it, and you ruined it. You ruined, ruined it. it. You threw it on the ground, and you ruined it. Because now he has a compadre in a vehicle? Well, let's just fucking let's, get into this. Get yeah, into we just this. need to get into this, because it's so fucking stupid. Oh. We got to start touching on the... Re- okay, that's probably the wrong term. Yeah, not, we, can't, we can't use that. Um, we get our opening credits. Jeepers Creepers 3, y'all. Here it is. And my first note... And it's a worthy crow. note. Terrible. Note number one, bad crow. Chapter one, review, bad crow. It's, <laughs> the CGI, it's, it's set up CGI for the whole movie right here. Yeah, it does. It, like, it sets the benchmark. You couldn't go outside and find one fucking tree that had some birds in it and get a silhouette shot of that. Guaranteed you could. could go outside right now and find at least for nine sure. birds in a tree. For sure. You had to edit them in and make it look shitty. Awful. Like, noticeably awful. And they're not big. They're not on screen that much, but they're right there, and they are 
oh, look, just when your opening scene is like this super simple shot and then like you poorly CG something into it, I mean, you could not set a worse tone. Like you just couldn't. If you have bad CGI, don't focus on it. Make it a background thing. If it happens in the background, you're not going to notice that bad stuff. But it's the focus of the shot. It's right there. <laughs> it's looking at these fucking PlayStation 2 graphic yeah, fucking feathers. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Sound effects were on point. Sounded ah! like a crow. Sounded like a crow. Fight Just going to go ahead and put that out there. But uh, visually, it just didn't have it. Mm-mm. So we're off to a bad start. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to say, I'm pretty disappointed that uh, there's zero alcohol flowing through your body. Yeah. So I understand it, but I hate it. I do, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. It's just I have like a 20-minute card right It home. breaks tradition. I wish it weren't so. It's all right. This next time around, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. I mean... Yeah, you got... Yeah, yeah. We got this. <laughs> terrible fucking crows. Ter- I, almost, I almost said terrible cause, and that's just... The cause the were, cause were the only thing that, that was, was the saving good. grace of these birds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we get uh, we get uh, some weird slow-mo shot that kind of follows this up. Again, still just kind of getting you into the vibe. Trying to set the of mood. The movie. Yeah, trying. And uh, it, it's his classic, like, uh, some sort of melted metal and then some claws uh, just sort of flowing through the air in some sort I of call Chinese his, throwing star yeah, style. His st- throwing stars are yeah. shirukens. Shiruk- shirukens? Shiruken? Okay, I'm not sure. what. I don't speak that, whatever that S-H-U-I-R-E-K-E-N. is. S-H-U-I-R-E-K-E-N. Okay, wow, you just assumed it was Asian and okay. nailed it. Okay, okay. You got it. Racist. Yeah, okay, um, I'm, I'm racist, I guess. <gasps> It doesn't really mean anything. It's just a slow mo scene. It's yeah. just, uh, just really, just like a. Oh, remember the creeper? Ha <laughs> ha. It's true. It was a flashback, though. Yeah, but at you the same time, it. yeah, it's whatever. It, it didn't serve a whole lot of purpose. It didn't. It introduced one character. That's it. Yeah. Yep. But we'll get there. Yes, indeed. Uh, so yeah, fellow's running. Fucking. He's got a machete in cool. one hand. A machete. A shorter machete. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like a... And a pole. A, a pike, if you will. What? A pike. Does he? Like no. a fish? No, there's no... Okay. Deep teeth. Deep? I don't know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> That's not in my notes. Well, no, no. I'm talking about the pike. Deep oh. teeth. <laughs> I think it's a barracuda. It's like a... No. It's okay. Anyways, very we're not talking fish. about fish. How dare you? <laughs> we're not talking don't, about fish. Don't besmirch the Barracuda name, you dick. I wasn't. It's rude. They fucked up Nemo's family. Barracudas had nothing to do with it. It's it had sharks. everything to The sharks were controlling the Kudas. Now you've nicknamed them? You go by Kudas? Well, wow. every good villain has a nickname. You're part fish, aren't you, you bitch? You sweat. Oh, my God. We could, we could call this guy Zombie Face Eater Man, but we don't because the Creeper is the cool version. The, the Kudas. See what I'm saying? I don't. Anyway. Oh, my God. <clears throat> How do we do this? By reading their notes. Oh, okay. They're notes. bad, by the way. Yeah, no. Uh, not Not impressed so far. <laughs> I have disappointed myself for the... M- Again, that's it. Just again. Oh, fuck. So this guy's running. Yeah, so this fellow's running. He has a throwing star coming at him. He's yep. got a blue flannel on. And that's not important. But he comes running through this field. Just an interesting fashion option. And the Jeepers, Creepers fella, 
The Jeeper. The Jeeper. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he drives a Wrangler now. Um, he, uh... uh- <laughs> Fuck it, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. He, he misses the guy, which it's he doesn't whiff. do. It's a he doesn't do in any other movie. He misses. And that's the... Keep going, Josh. Here we go. We yeah. got this. Yeah. We'll he that. misses. And this guy comes running out into a field. No, out of the field, onto the street. Mm-hmm. And he starts waving down this set of headlights <laughs> that comes right at him. And he's like... Help! First of all, if you're trying to get into like a car to stop, like stop and help you, don't run headlong at them as they're still going 55 miles an hour. Get out of their fucking way. They may try to stop. They're but... not going to. <laughs> and that's what this guy did. And yes. you know what? In fact, the creeper, I would say, saved him from getting hit by the car here because right as he would have touched the hood with his fucking teeth, the creeper just went snatch, just vacuumed that thing out like a fetus. That's exactly right. Let's be offensive here. And then somehow, this feller gets out of his vehicle, which his name's Kenny, gets out of his vehicle, looks up, and a nut, that machete, falls and stabs his truck, which was kind of rude. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's going to cost him. But then somehow, after like eight seconds, his hand falls off. Did the guy that got snatched chop his hand off and then just like hold on to it for a minute as they're flying? <laughs> like, it, why did it take so long? Or did the creeper just like shed it like a lizard sheds its tail? You never know. You never know. I don't know, but that's what happened. Oh, Kenny. How, how this is going to come back to affect you sucks. Oh, it ruins the lives of everybody. You, you were just trying to drive down the highway, man. Yeah. Like, that's all you were trying to do. Oh. Next thing you know. Got this shit going on. Got hands and knives falling from the fucking sky. Dudes in the street flying, whatever they are. It is. I guess. That's a different movie. Well, okay. Um, Poor Kenny. But that's it for Kenny for now. For now. That's all we get for Kenny. We'll get back to that in a moment. This will tie. I promise. It'll be be a callback of sorts. It'll lace it all Mm, up. Stitch it up. In creeper fashion. <laughs> uh, we're on fire now, folks. Watch uh-oh, out. Uh-oh. Watch out. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess the road gets snatched the whole hand. The, the thing happens. That's exactly so, right. Um, so now they're like kind of doing the proper intro of the movie, if you will. And uh, it's uh, some narrator. It's a, a non-familiar voice at this point. And uh, this voice is describing every... 23rd year for 23 days it gets to feed and she sort of drones on and on and on and on and on and on and then sort of drones some more and like I couldn't help but notice when this first the first time this was going through the wording of this little speech is just odd that yeah I I wrote that one down for the most part that thing or whatever that thing whatever it is that nightmare on wheels and that's the end of the speech right it just sort of cuts off. And I don't know if it was intended to be like, okay, this little speech is going to pick up again later thing. And it's right. supposed to feel seamless, even though there's an hour of material between there. And This yeah. movie was an like. hour and 41 minutes long. <laughs> I don't understand how. I really don't. <laughs> I really fucking don't, man. There's a lot of stare downs. I think that's the only reason they got the time. But don't forget the burly. We'll get to that, too. Burly. It's Alf Alpha, by the way. That one's burly. Okay. <sighs> Poor speech. I just don't like it. It wasn't like, great. It's was just the, the wording. And this happens a few times throughout this movie where it's just like, why? Like, why is that? There was no better option. 
Like, did a foreigner write this? I Okay, I think I just figured that part out. Because the movie, the little speech at the end, the little speech at the end, it's it's Trish talking into her computer. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing those speeches are cut from, like, it's supposed to be one long-ass speech, and instead of throwing it all at the end. Fucking spoiler alert, by the way. But yes. Yes. That's, uh... <laughs> Whoops. Jesus Christ. I just thought of that. It was oh, like, it's this person at the end, in case you didn't hear it. Don't fucking rewind. Jesus Christ. Skip this part. Yeah. Fast forward to now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that nightmare on four wheels. Uh, it's all whatever. All right. <laughs> A truck door swings open truck doors i guess it's a pair of doors that swing open and uh some swatters also known as squatters but i i don't think well let's be real okay swat team just sort of hides out and they just wait in their vans they don't go home they're just waiting for a bat symbol like anybody else they don't go home they don't got a cave what is their symbol well i think it's just a giant fly swatter in the sky oh it's the swat team and they're the swatters also known as the squatters colloquially Okay. Yeah. Makes sure. sense. It all ties with, in. I'm, I'm telling you. It. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, this door swings open. You see the swatters, s- squatters, and uh, they just say, <laughs> go get the sergeant. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, they hustle off, whatever. And, uh, you know, we get a little cut to meet the sergeant briefly, uh, well, at least by face. They go, we got it open. We got the truck open. Oh this, shit! This is Sarge Tubbs. They got the truck open. Stubbs. You're, that, that's what you went with, Sarge Tubbs. Stubbs. Scrubs. Stubbs or Tubbs? Is that his name? It's Davis. His name's Davis. I don't know where I got Tubbs. And it's not featured yet, so I won't touch on it. But boy, there was something about this character that bothered me the entire movie. We'll touch on that in a little bit when it comes into play. But what the <laughs> fuck, dude? What a t- oh. Okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say my rage as best I fucking can. Uh, they got the truck open. They rush over, and uh, they're looking inside. There's five fucking bodies inside. Oh shit, the creepers at it. Uh, and uh, one of the fellows noticed that uh, he's got a police scanner in there. So uh, that explains a thing or two as to how he knows what the fuck is going on all the time. Um, and, which uh, to me, I didn't care that he had a police scanner. I didn't like that. You didn't? No. See, I could get I could get down with that because, like, even in the first movie, like, he's got this sort of cheeky intellect to him that's like, we can't fucking read minds. Like, he's got all this ridiculous shit. Well, I mean, now he's got all this ridiculous shit, but even then, you know, he could fly around. He's basically inhuman and he eats body parts, and they become a part of him. Like, that's pretty fucking crazy to begin with. Yeah. Let's not add mind reading and well, ubiquitous was, knowledge. I figured you know? it was just the hunger that was driving him, and once he got a scent, he was like fixated on us that's all he cared about but he also wants to be able to do that right and if the cops are getting involved well they're fucking with that and he's looking for the fear aspect right so it's very specific targets he wants so if these cops are fucking with him they're the people he's gonna have to waste his time killing that's fair for no good reason he doesn't want their shit and they did make a little situation with but anyway how did he install it Yes. Okay. He's got a very deep electrical knowledge. You would understand. It. He basically mentored Edison. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, this is when one of the very first uh, corny fucking lines comes into play. It's a goddamn slaughterhouse on wheels. It's been listening. 
And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. Gonna, oh, that's one of the big first big lines. It's a fucking slaughterhouse on wheels. It's been listening. This jabroni, fortunately, is gonna get his comeuppance. Real like in like twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah, real quick here with a with a strange arm gesture. <laughs> Which was so natural. <laughs> it, play, it was played so well. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, so like they're kind of like panning around the vehicle a little bit. There's this cute little skull with a, a very strange jawline just sort of hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, very very uh esque, you know. It's like that, that kind of look. It's like a saber tooth and a human skull mixed together. Yeah. It's a human skull with saber teeth. Sorta. Sure. That's uh-huh. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, somebody. Oh yeah, the, it's the chick, right? The tow truck? No, no. Somebody else. I think it's the sergeant. Says, "Where the fuck is the tow truck? Or where the hell is the tow truck? Or some shit like that." And then the lady comes in, and she's uh, she's all smokily breathed. She's like, "Oh yeah." Like the way she busts into the scene, it almost seems like she's gonna be a real main character uh, in this this story. But she gets her line wrong. I didn't notice. What'd she say? The the term is. En route? Or en route? Yeah. She says en route. Huh. And that bothered me. That stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but I think it's just like, I think we say en route as like, that's American as fuck. Because like, I think on is how they'd say it. I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't fucking know. I'm judging. We're very judgy people. That's why we do this. It's true. Uh, So yeah, she's all smoky and sexy and I'm, I'm going to be a big shot and whatever. It's it's on its way. It's en route. Yes, officer. On a hotel. That there truck's on the way. Yeah, it's going to help. Uh, and then Homeboy, as previously mentioned, is uh, he notices some spools uh, with some thread, I guess you could call it. It was probably a little thick to be calling thread, but that ain't for sewing. I don't want to know what for. Or I don't want to know for what. Which, again, another like, why'd you write the line that way? <laughs> I don't want to know what that's for. Fuck. That would have made a little more sense. But no. Pause. No. I don't want to know for what. Also, do you know, we've been getting this thing wrong the whole time on the location. What do you mean? Because we've been trying to figure out where, like, it's, like, located in the first two movies. Okay. I'm pretty sure, I think it's in Florida. What? Yeah. doesn't seem very Floridian. It seems very Oklahoma, Nebraska. That's what I was saying, because it's, like, but I'm pretty sure that at one point there's a thing that says Florida. I could be. I'll have to look that up and just not. Have talk I? We've about just. Does it say on the fucking bee eating you license plate what state they're in? I've never thought to look. <laughs> not one fucking time. It's a center point of the fucking movies. They zoom in on it multiple times in every movie. Guys, uh, look it up. Get back to us. Uh, we know we don't have enough fans for that, but we're gonna pretend we do. Also, we don't have real time updates. Oh, so. that's a, a, a very valid. We got a point. call. No. <laughs> the phones are ringing off the hook <laughs> well done anyway <clears throat> shitty line aside uh, that's two shitty lines now and ka-ching <laughs> these weird spikes how from fucking where from the thin metal roof and the fender so let's lay this out these fucking spikes are probably 20 to 25 across, and they're coming from top and bottom, and they're staggered just so that they go between one another. Yep, like a zipper. Like a zipper. Yes, yes. 
And these spikes, I'd, I'd say, probably about a half inch in diameter if I had to They look like half-inch steel pipes that are like four feet long. And they extend the majority of the distance from top slash bottom to its equivalent other side. I mean, we're talking like a good two, three foot long spike at a, a half inch in length. Yeah. Again, this is coming out of the framework of the fucking door. Imagine a cardboard box, and when you stick your hand into the open cardboard box, somehow, whole fucking shish kebab skewers come flying out <laughs> and stab you, and you're like, didn't expect that, because that shouldn't happen. Best case, they were like beating baton, you know, and the cops got them, whoosh, and then they like it, it gets longer in the yeah. thing, because each one's like a little bit skinnier like a tel- in the whole telescopic. thing. Yeah, yeah, they're telescopic, thank you, yes. But no, they're solid fucking spikes. What is going on? And they came out, like, fucking fast. Yeah. Yeah. With some real gusto. So it's not like they Shit. were... They couldn't have possibly te- been telescopic. Just an, uh, the very first of quite a few, like, what? The what? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this this fucking... These fucking spikes come out of fucking nowhere. Thin goddamn air. They, and they catch this... This guy's making... Well, he's, when he's doing this, oh, I don't know what he's using that for. He's, he's doing this weird, like, thumb-over-the-shoulder sort of thing. And, like, his one arm that he's doing that with kind of gets caught in these fucking spikes. And what I thought was, like... Oh, uh, what? Was, like, immediately they just start yanking on him. Like, they're just trying to shred his body from... Help, oh, I'm impaled. Let's just keep... Sh- All right, we'll just yank you off, man. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like, three seconds goes by, and the spikes, like, go. Like, they yanked for no fucking good reason. I'm just good. like, what? That was your instinct? I feel like in how close they were, though, they would have just cut him. They would have just... Whatever got trapped in there would have just been snip, pincered off. Because they should have. The way it was designed and portrayed, that would have been pincered. Yeah, right real the good fuck chance because those fucking spikes fit so close together, that skin would have been ripped to shreds and would not have held on to shit. Right, well, especially I mean, with eight people tugging on him. Fuck. Right. And they show a little ripping, but it was like it was okay. like two of the eighty spikes that would have hit his arm. The one thing that I can give it is that he was wearing a police officer's uniform, so maybe it held onto the fabric more than it did his arm. That's the best I can give this. Oh, like it was just a little loose, like the shirt sleeve was a little loose in the elbow. Yeah. Okay. It, it held. It held a little bit of shit there. Okay. It's about all I got. Um, I we do have a caller. Um. We just got texted by the beef cannon Brenda, uh, big old titties. She's a real great lady. Uh, she she confirms it was Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, it turns out we've got a researcher these days, and uh, she'll be phoning in momentarily uh, in any situation where where we need questions. Hopefully, answer. <laughs> hopefully, uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't say that it's gonna happen every time, but it's hopeful thinking. <laughs> oh. Look at that. So, Florida, folks. I feel uh, like we need a switchboard, though, now. I can't. No. Okay. I'm not getting behind that. Florida, though. Like, that's... I mean, I, honestly, I it makes sense that the creeper is a Florida man. It does sort of have a swamp creature vibe. But it has more field. Like, Oklahoma, yeah. where the wind goes... Well, grain... That's you guys remember that one? That's a really good uh, good play. The song's called Oklahoma from the play Oklahoma. So uh, they just fucking rip him, and I don't understand what the fucking thought process there was. But then, of course, the door opens up, and everything would have been fucking fine. It is what it is. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got some more folks rolling up. As the doors slam shut. Boy, I think... Truck. In classic uh, format, we're probably three to five minutes into the movie and 30 minutes into recording. Oh, We're sh- on track. We're on track, Josh. God damn it. The hamster and I are <laughs> back at it again. Fucking it. Okay, so the 5-0, Black Sheriff, Sheriff Darkness. Here's Danny. All right, the one guy you do know his name, apparently. Yeah. I don't Danny like this arrives. guy's... Oh, that's what that is! <laughs> I was trying to figure out what this little doodle was supposed to be, and it just now <laughs> occurs to me that it's the little emblem that they have oh, on their yeah. fucking hats and jackets. That looks like <laughs> a that looks like a badly <laughs> That is a badly drawn shuttlecock. That's what that is. It is not Holy You essentially shit. have their emblem tattooed on your back. It's Holy profile fuck. though. That's that's hilarious. They have a death Holy mat. shit. Oh, that's something. I'm not a good artist, folks. <laughs> Let this me is... see that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. It just so mm. looks like a staple some hot dogs to a melon. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is that what you came up with? <laughs> that's what it looks like, man. Are they ambassadors? No, you don't fun waste dogs? ambassadors. They're fun dogs for <laughs> sure, dude. Holy fuck. So the Black Sheriff sh- shows <laughs> up with this melon hot dog symbol on his jacket. And, uh, melon hot dog? <laughs> he, he says to Sergeant, how many we lose? <laughs> and as they're oh talking and walking up, though, uh, these other cops are still looking at that fucking truck. And for oh, whatever shit. reason, because they have no idea that it's anything but, they're just shining a flashlight in the exhaust pipe. Huh, huh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. What kind of... Who's looking at the exhaust pipe yes, inside that is, it? that should be the focus. That is clearly the murdering machine of, <laughs> of this car. Did, did the exhaust pipe trigger the barbs? By the way, folks, just because Josh isn't drinking doesn't mean that I'm not. Well... So <laughs> this is going to become a very interesting dichotomy as... Uh, this next four or so hours rolls by. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did the movie It, which was three hours put together in like seven. So. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, we're on track. Double it and add <laughs> 50 minutes. We're good. Uh, so Darkness shows up and he's just trying to fucking keep keep people on track, you know? And uh, <laughs> he wasn't ready for that one. Uh, <laughs> and essentially, like, what we're getting at this point is like, they're just sort of wrapping up. And talking about what happened at the very end of the first movie. Because they had mentioned that Trish is still inside. Yeah, and uh, and the creeper took Jerry, uh, or apparently Derry, as they figured that His out. His name's three officers, an inmate, and Derry Jenner. Indeed. And uh, the sister's still inside the police station that they are having this conversation even, just outside Even of. though at the end of the movie, she walked outside. Yeah, well. <laughs> Contingency error number two. <laughs> like... <laughs> We got a lot of them. There, there's definitely more to come. There's plenty of spots throughout this that I was just like, okay, that's okay. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they're kind of catchy at just sitting there bullshitting. Yep. Stubbs, Tubbs, and... Darkness. Danny. Okay, first, I got to talk about... Th- what is going on with that guy's hair? Danny's. Danny's? He's got... like It's, it's, it's very greasy. Fine. It was... 
So it's black hair because, I mean, well, let's be real. I'm not calling him darkness because of his pasty skin. But the top of his hair is, like, orange. Yeah, it's got that, like, I bleached this shit a while back sort of look. Yeah. <laughs> or tried to. So this guy's got, like, four different colors of hair on his head. Because <laughs> it's, like, orange, black, Brown and white. <laughs> no, but he didn't, didn't want to spend money on like the real fucking bleach, so he just bought like a bottle of peroxide from the fucking drugstore. Just, it. It just missed it. Just it. <laughs> <laughs> it just turned into shitty orange color. Nothing against the guy. It's just his hair sucks. Oh fuck! His facial expressions throughout this entire movie are fucking spot on. I love it. Oh, that's I great. fucking love it so much. As they're sitting there talking, yeah. the truck. Decides to do a little attack here out of that magical exhaust pipe because it also has a javelin that explodes out of it for no reason with a chain. Yeah. Uh, and it's a slam cable yeah. attached to it. Yeah. And it's it's one of the cool creeper weapons, though, because the handle, like the blade's kind of wavy. Yep. And the handle is looks like it's carved out of like bone or something like that. And it's got the. The sort of like bodies entangled in yeah. demonic sort of imagery. Yeah, thing like that, the stuff that he had his daggers. Yeah, yeah. So that so was badass, cool. by the way. That I, was a cool that's one. That's one thing I would like. That'd be a cool ass replica weapon to have is his dagger. Like, All that of should like, be dope. Even as a couple fuck. of his <laughs> those throwing star things. Yeah, man. yeah, that'd be pretty those fucking be sweet. Cool too. as shit. That'd be dope as fuck. And it sl- it stabs a police. It's cool to be found here, folks. They set it up for a fourth movie. It's just this wasn't the cool that should have been. Found. I don't think the next one will In be. In fact, either. if anyone's calling this movie cool, it's probably boy, the director. Reconsider a couple of things in your life. <clears throat> shave the mustache. Oh, I'm saying, shave um, the stash. Definitely shave the stash. <laughs> so after <laughs> this, this fucking truck harpoons this car with its dagger of exhaust. Indeed. They sit there and they stare at it for a minute because obviously it's shocking. Baffled. But then somebody has to. Say, sorry, Danny has to clarify. Don't touch it. And then right as he says that, the thing retracts Retracts. right back into the truck. And then it's just sitting there. They walk, was it Stubbs and... Yeah. Uh, Danny and Darkness walk off. They're having a little bit of a chit-chat. And uh, next thing you know, the van's gone. Yeah. So this is the best. They walk around back, and they're talking for a couple minutes. They say, uh, Tubbs, Stubbs, what, Dennis? Davis. Davis. Yes. Closer. You're getting there. Uh, he's talking to Danny, and he's saying, we threw everything we had at all the firepower this building had to offer, and all it did was make a lot of noise and want, flew away with exactly what it wanted. And then... Jerry. Yeah, flew yeah, away with Jerry. Jerry yeah, flew wanted, away yeah. with Jerry Denner. Yeah. Um, what is that guy's... One of the uh, the Bat people... You think that's how he came up with that? Like, he just switched the the first letter of the last name? 100%. And vice versa? Yeah. For sakes. The uh, one of the, the that's the level of writing we're dealing with here, folks. The, <laughs> like, the hot dog melon Avengers. What sort of melon do you think it is? Well, they're Avengers that have hot dogs in it. Well, I know, but what kind of melon do you think? What they did use? I say? You just said melon. Oh, I thought I'm it's... ordering musk melon, watermelon, honeydew melon. In my head, I'm thinking watermelon just because that's the most common melon. I feel, oh, yeah. but it's too big for that. Careful. So, honestly, I'm going to go with probably, you know, a cantaloupe that's been sitting on your counter for a while? It just kind of gets a little squishy. Yeah. Like, a def- like it's like a... a little like overripe. That. 
No, like more than over. Like it's rotty. <laughs> like beginning to rot. Okay. Yeah, like that. Like you, you touch, poke it and you're like, it, it can't, that's how the hot dogs got soft attached. They weren't. Just sort they, of goes in. They weren't stapled. They were the stable. hot dogs just stabbed. It was right. so soft you could stab it with a hot dog. <laughs> God damn it! He comes back, <laughs> says the truck's gone. Like what? Yeah, the tow truck just left. We can't get him on the radio. So this truck just left. The parking lot. It is at most at a stop sign. Yeah. At the far. end of the parking lot. Really and they go, be. we got to go. <laughs> we got to get our mind on that thing. It ain't going to make it to impound. Not, and again, not the first time that we'll deal with ridiculous timelines. Like, yeah, they're like, this thing is like eight miles ahead of us. And we don't even have cars with circular wheels. There's no <laughs> way we're going to catch we're it. We're in Canada. This shit's made out of squares, yeah, dog. They're like panicking when seriously, the amount of time it took to load that truck up and leave... No, what? I mean, yeah, it's on a flatbed. Yeah. It's chained down. I mean, that would have taken a little time. To I mean, dry- I get it. A cut could be to some time lapse, but fuck you. But how did, if they just said the truck just left the lot. Just left, yeah. There's no way. We can't get him on the radio. Well, it's probably because he could still see him. Like, <laughs> now one of you had a vehicle to follow him? Like, okay. So, yeah, they all panic, and then they got to go after this truck. They get on the uh, disp, or they call the female officer, Miss Busty. Yeah. Ooh, yes. As her and the driver. lady. Yeah, they're just talking like <sighs> this. Um, oh, sorry. Let's see. It was just towed. Get to the truck. Danny and Stubbs are uh, arguing as they're at the truck because he... Stubbs doesn't really want to go after it. He's scared to Betsy. They bicker the whole movie, by the they, way. Yeah, this, this doesn't stop. No. <clears throat> and Even Dan- when they're on the same page, they're yelling at each other. And Danny somehow knows a lot about this thing. Pretty much which, knows everything. Yeah. I mean, I, know, mean, I get he it. He did experience it for the first time 23 years ago. But. Yeah, but I mean, still, like, I feel like he just somehow knew more of the mystery. But he says... Even he'd... before the weird groping incident that happens later. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's telling them... You know, it burned the church for a reason. It didn't do it because it wanted to. It did it to hide the evidence. Uh, oh. And its truck is its history on wheels. I can't remember if it happens in the opening speech or if it's something that comes up later in the movie. But uh, one of the things that they say is that it moves around. Like, every time it feeds, it, it, even while it's feeding, for that matter, it's constantly moving. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, it had a home fucking base that was the cathedral. Right? Like, that was its home. I could see it, you know, since it can fly and shit like the that. What fuck you mean it moves all over? Like, that's why, like, I'm torn on this whole thing. Like, it's flying and it has... Clearly, this movie has no idea what its strength and speed limitations are at all no. because it doesn't understand it how a clock works. It suddenly changes from the other two. Um, but, like, the truck was cool, but if he's going to use the truck, maybe he can't fly as far. But if he can fly as far as he can fucking apparently do it, why does he need the truck? Dude's super fucking strong. Why? So, the truck's let's, cool. And let's, again, touch on the fact so far that the truck is doing everything it's doing sans creeper. There is no creeper around controlling this truck, so this truck is now just doing things. Yeah, it's telekinetic. Has not happened up until this point. Not in, at all. In either of the previous movies. Also, the truck was it wasn't a point of conversation. Nothing looks very different from the first one because completely it, different because it has green paint on it. Yeah, they bought a new truck and painted one instead of just using a shitty old truck. Yeah, I like. Which okay, here's another fucking thing that bothers me. <laughs> What is the fucking time period in this movie? Every vehicle.
vehicle looks like it's from 19 fucking 40 or 60. Yeah. No, the tr- Meanwhile, like, there's cell phones. Yeah, there's cell phones. There's nice police cruisers. There's fu- a couple of them. But then, yeah, there's a fucking truck that's, I swear to God, it had the crank start at the radiator. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. That's what it needed. But also, we have gas sprayers and fucking modern dirt bikes and everything happening in this yeah, movie. Yeah, dude. There's some real confusing time era issues that happen throughout. It's just, so, it feels so fucked. It's just not thought of. That bothered me a lot. It, it did. really did. I got it. Yeah. And so, uh, now this thing's peeling out. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this, this van's out of here. Apparently, the fucking, the people in the truck don't give a shit about the radio because they can see them or whatever it is. Uh, and now they're just sort of driving off and we got these two bickering once more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically, you know, it's history on wheels and he finally convinces them to go after and uh, meet up with the uh, fucking uh, the tow truck, and the and then it pans over to the tow truck as the busty officer, the Sandy Bus, yeah. Sandy Bus, I think that's her Sandy name. Sandy Bus is my officer, Sandy Bus. Exactly, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're kind of talking, and this the tow truck driver, he's looking in the rearview mirror, and he's like, "Oh, that's an old truck." See, he says it must be a 1940s model. Yep. He specifically says Very that specifically. one. But that, that what is it, a cow tipper, cow tripper? Uh, cow catcher. Cow catcher? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It pushes things. I know. Yeah. Why? It's um, not meant to entrap the cow so that you now have to carry this 2,000-pound beast with you. Right? This is a bloody mess. Horrible. That was me saying just it's a mess in British. Not like it's uh-huh. actually literally oh, bloody. Oh, not actually bloody. No. It's just a bloody mess. Yeah, bloody mess. It's a bloody mess, mate. I'm gonna have some blood pudding. Um, although ironically, there is a lot of blood. Yeah, in cows. Um, and he says the cow catcher is a custom smoky, job. Uh, smoky voice lady, by the way, is named Dana. For the record, Sandy busts. Sandy busts. Um, now this is one, a side note here. As they're driving, if the creep, oh sorry, the, and then the creeper hops on the truck. Right after they get a phone call from Tubbs. Yeah, the, uh, the sergeant and uh, Tubbs, or excuse me, the sergeant is Tubbs. Uh, sergeant and Darkness finally get through to the fellas in the tow truck. Guy and gal, all right. <sighs> fellers? Is that inclusive? Is it a fellas? I feel like sure, fellas why would not? be inclusive. I don't know, whatever. Uh, so yeah, the creeper. Fellows. Uh, lands right Ooh. on the flatbed. Mm. Precision. Yeah. And, of course, these fools are none the wiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have no idea. Now, my question here is if this happened right after the first movie ended, he flew out with Derry 20 minutes max. That At the end of the first movie, he was at that weird like grain factory steam plant stitching Derry up. Creepers. Where the fuck? How is he here? What happened to, like, he has to have t- some time. Like, I understand he could fly and all that, but there's no way he went and just, what did he do with Derry's body? He didn't have his truck. Pretty I know he point. didn't stuff it right in the truck. And he had already started, like, dissecting Derry. Also, at the end of the first movie, he, the creeper didn't have clothes. Also a valid point. Where'd he go get some new knickers? I mean, he did have, maybe this was a secondary spot. No, his he, side piece house. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, uh, okay, he landed, he got in the back of the truck real quick, got a change of clothes, and then stood outside menacing. You're right, though, man. That's something I hadn't considered, is how fucked that is. Yeah, because 
he flew off with Derry, didn't kill him until like in the scene. So I just. Because yeah, you hear Derry screaming. Yeah. When he's that, at the factory. As that final scene is rolling in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, once again, terrible. And let's <laughs> let, let me remind you, folks, the same asshole wrote all of this. It's not like some other guy had to come in and be like, okay, so this dickhead before me fucked up this and this. No, no, no. It's the same dickhead fucking up this and this the whole time. Probably, yeah. I mean, it is. It is. That's it, a Yeah, fact. it's definitely that. My probably was misplaced. Those are 100% things. It's true. So JC is on the truck. Jeeper Creeper? Yeah, that's JC. I'm going to refer to him as JC Weistight. Jesus Christ? All right. Yeah, well, so that's another thing. New theory. It's a problem. Way off. We'll get to that later. All right. Um, JC on truck, which can drive itself, because that's exactly what it does in this scenario. The truck does? The tr- yeah, because when he's on the flatbed... Oh, you, oh, his truck. His truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you meant the flatbed. No, the flatbed. <laughs> like, it's, uh... not, it's not Thomas the flatbed here. Which... This, as, as it starts to drive us up, is my next big complaint. Take away, bud. Well, all right. So he lands. He's got this fucking moon axe of doom. And he fucking gives the chain one good swipe. Ka-ching! Big fucking sparks fly in the back. The two in the cab are like, whoa, Jesus. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, they, you get a, like a view from, you're looking at their faces. So you're seeing out the back window as the truck is sort of driving itself off the back of this flatbed. Now, as it does so, it does it in such a way that it appears that the flatbed is doing what it's supposed to do, and that is have a hydraulic lift that sort of tilts. And you see the truck do this very tilt and very stable, slow backing off the back of this fucking thing. But the second it's off the fucking back, and Mr. Creeper is on the fucking back of the truck cruising off, uh, this is the truck... Okay, maybe I should uh, delineate the JC better. Mobile. So... Once the JC Mobile is off the flatbed and he's riding on the JC Mobile off to wherever the fuck, uh, the flatbed never lifted. Another issue. Another awful, awful issue of just like, okay. I mean, the truck could have. That was pretty obvious. The JC Mobile could have, you know, it could have just drove right out the back, but it would have been fucking loud. Yeah. And it would have went curtail. Taking damage and all that. Yeah. Well, maybe not damage. Well, maybe not because it's a demonic fucking car, apparently. We'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll we'll fucking get there. Jesus. Dude. One of those last scenes I can't even fucking believe. Just. Ugh. (laughs) We'll fucking get. Oh, I wanted God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this fucking movie. It's so bad. Anyway. So the creeper he rides off into the distance. Yeah, he's walking. He Riding te- his gallant fucking steed. Standing on the back of this cargo van here. I'm on top of the world. And he turns back and he sniffs a little bit. And he just sniffs a little bit as the truck keeps driving. And then cut scene over to Tubbs and Buster Keaton. Nope, Stubbs. Stubbs and Danny. Uh, Chubbs in Darkness? Whatever. We got so many different names for Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fear has a scent. These guys, uh, there's there's so many like, just all of a sudden we're back at them and yep. they're having some tiny little exchange that is that it's not driving any part of the story forward. Not really. It's just ma- it's trying to develop these characters real quick and there's too many of them that aren't good. Well said. Yeah. Fucking well said. That's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> And I mean, really, that's all that that speech was, is Danny just saying fear has a scent about telling Sarge, this is how it knows what parts of us it wants to eat. The same thing you'll hear throughout this movie like five times. Yeah. By different people telling somebody who should know already. 
So they have the little exchange. It's fairly meaningless. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing we know, we're back with uh, uh, Busty. What's her name? Something. Sandy Busts. Bust. Sandy Busts. There we go. Sandy Busts and the uh, Woody Harrelson lookalike driver mm-hmm. of the truck. Off brand though. Yeah, definitely. Like great value. Nothing against that guy though. No, he, he did fine, yeah. but you know, sort of looks like Woody Harrelson. I could see that. Uh, they're in the street or whatever, and they uh, they notice some uh, some bright lights coming their direction, and uh, they just know. He's coming back. They, they know the sound of that truck. He's mm-hmm. coming back. They sure do. Here comes the fucking creeper, bud. And, it's, not, uh, it's not good for anybody involved. Well, actually, it's not so bad for one. I think about the it. creeper. Well, uh, Sandy busts. Doesn't she die? No. What the fuck? She gets to run away. Oh, that's that's another. That's the next thing that bothered me about this whole thing. <laughs> so basically, at the end of all this, the creeper comes back. <clears throat> Snag ends up snagging up the driver. It's, it's sort of just whatever scene. There's really not a whole lot of importance to it. But uh, as he's sort of prancing off into the sunset with his uh, his vehicle of choice, she starts like chasing after the truck. But she, okay. So actually, I'll roll it back a little bit. So he like he the, the creeper lands on him or whatever, and like he's kind of like sniffing him. He's like starting to fuck with him and like mangle him and whatever else. And she's like, ah, whatever, stop. And she starts pointing a gun at him. And, like, he does this super fucking corny finger wave at her to, like, no, 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 don't fucking shoot. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And that's when it cuts to, like, now he's off doing whatever he's doing. And she's chasing after him. But when she's chasing after him, she's holding the gun in her hand with both hands, actually. She's doing the classic two-handed pistol hold that cops do. And she's running with her arms fully extended, holding this pistol. Think of that. Sprinting, and her arms are just flailing around with this fucking pistol in it. It just looks so stupid. I'm just imagining Who's Ace Ventura like with the darts, but his hands are super glued together. With a gun in them. Yeah, uh. exactly. It is the most absurd fucking thing. Like, why? There's no way that was her choice. I, I know for sure that was a Victor Salva. Like, no, no, you need to do it this way. This is how you got to run. This, this is how it needs to be. It looks scary. If you tried to run like that, you'd instantly feel how dumb and inefficient it is. How, how it's stupid. Not work. You would know that you look dumb. Oh, yeah. You'd know right away. It's like, no, no normal person would ever do this. Not a chance. Oh, it was so fucking irritating. Ugh. But that's basically the end of that scene. It's yeah. true. Just uh, off into the sunset, she can't run for shit. At least not with a gun in her hands. Maybe it's different when she doesn't have the gun. Yeah, we cut. Some crows again. We're uh, sunset as best as I can tell. I think so. Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure Addie was going to bed when that whole thing. Uh, So it's sunset. There's some crows. An old an old lady. Uh, More wrinkles than age on her. Actually, if I had to guess, she's probably like. Mid sixties looks like she's probably late nineties. Like you know, she has more wrinkles than a nutsack. It's insane. It's fucking baffling. And this one vein on her right eye that is just horrifying. There's a scene later in the movie where I'm pretty sure they like this one right here. Yeah. But you think they draw that on oh, it's or so, highlight it's too it? Blue. It's, it's too so blue. fucking blue. It's so bright. It's not even so much blue. It's almost like this like tealish turquoise color with a really little silver light. On it. Yeah, yeah, dude, it looks so dumb. Ugh. I I almost think that's a makeup thing because there's one point where like it, it looks like it was too like someone just took a tube of blue lipstick and just went. But meanwhile, folks, like there was plenty of veins in this lady's face already. Like plenty of crazy craters, flow. and it just like you didn't need to add to it. If that's what you did, 
Otherwise, what the fuck do you have going on with your veins in your face, lady? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, but we got an old lady um, and a, a dude waving. Off at a hillside, slightly a distance. There's uh, this, it's kind of a, it's a pretty-ish shot mm-hmm. in that there's like we got the sunset going on. There's this little bit of a, a butte, a small hill, and uh, just a, a singular tree perched atop of it. And this fella doing the waving. It's a pretty good shot. I like it. I liked that shot. Right. But uh, it progresses. The old lady goes out to this man. Uh, this man is tattered. He's wearing a suit that is uh, very, very tattered. It has been through some sort of hellacious event, if you can guess. Um, this is where we get our original callback information a little bit. It's true. Turns out uh, this fella is her son. Get it! Get it! Oh, poor Kenny! What have you gone through, Kenny? I was like, I'll a tell mixed, you what, he's it started off Asian right there. Did it? And did then it, really? it went to like sassy Southern. I don't think it did. I don't think any of that's accurate. Oh, Kenny! Oh, Kenny! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe it did. I think we're at about 20 minutes into the movie now. It's a very diverse movie. We got the darkness, we got some Asians. It is what it is. <laughs> the Creeper. Um, it's true. Uh, that's a, He's literally a melting pot. That, that's actually a different species. A melting pot? No, the creep. Okay. Oh, old lady. She's talking to this tattered man, her son, as it turns out, and uh, it's a sort of foreboding conversation of just like, "There's some shit going on. It's buried here. A thing. A piece of it. A you, part of it. You can't be here when it comes. It's gonna come and it's gonna kill anybody. So you can't be here. So." Essentially, what we get out of the scene is he informs his mother that there is a portion of the creeper, some part of the creeper that is buried at the exact spot where he is standing. And uh, this guy was victim to the creeper in in uh, previous life. That is why his clothes are so tattered. He is dead. This, this motherfucker is dead talking to this yep. lady. He is a, a ghost at best. And uh, throughout this scene... It occurs to me that now suddenly things that are eaten by him are capable of speaking to people. Like, so, yeah, that was... Because this whole area has a weird thing with some psychics. You know what I mean? A little bit, yeah. And I kind of get that with the being from the South, but I don't know if it's all the... Okay. That is... Because, yeah, you see... In Jeepers Creepers 2, you see Derry, but he can't speak. You see him in the yes. field. Yeah, he's in the field. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I just kind of took that as a warning when the Creeper was near to certain people that were able to pick up on it or whatever. But the Creeper had to be close, like, about to it. That's just kind of, I guess, what I took from it. Like, you're about to get fucked up. I hadn't I'm even considered you. that, actually. But, yeah, the fact that it, he could actually talk is the thing that bothers me. Like... I could see the spirit being a, like a pantomime thing, you know, but that allows me to reconcile this a lot easier. I will say that at least it, it had a precedent of some variety. Oh, then it also could be just because maybe that you know that's her son and it's their their property where he died on and everything. So, well, and, and I guess if you really wanted to go to the the other extent is, and this is basically where we're telling you folks that that opening scene where the guy and the hand and the machete and all that that was Kenny. Yep. So you guess so, what kind of part of the, the creeper he's got? The he, creeper's dick! He found the dick of the creeper 
And so I guess if you wanted to, you could draw this sort of extra conclusion, like he's an extra strong entity or whatever that the uh, the creeper is preyed upon because he found this this ancient part of the creeper. Maybe. That somehow if we're trying got... to make excuses for Victor Salva's yeah. terrible writing, yes. that's probably the best way we can do it. That's fair. Still irritated the shit out of me. Oh, I was not yeah. a fan of that. That conversation pretty much is, that's it's bunk. Yeah. It's a weird foreshadowing attempt. It's eh. And then now we pan. That's pretty much it, yeah. We uh, pan well, down. We get, yeah, we pan down to the house. And we see Eddie. This young lattice. Lattice? I'm going to go lad, but then I was like, well, she's a girl, so I'll just go lad s. Well, I heard lattice, you know, like something that like <laughs> <laughs> shit like plants grow up, but yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. that's not. Uh, what is, she, is she a granddaughter? Yes. She's got to be, right? Yeah. yeah. She's a granddaughter. What happened? Did I not listen to what happened to her parents? Where her parents went? Is Kenny her dad? They're from the right? city. Her parents are from the city. I, th- I don't know. Because she talks about it. Because she makes a stupid on? ass argument. Oh, God. We'll get to that real soon here because we're going to get some barley in a minute because she's out True for that. her horses. Yes. Uh, but we see Addie and uh, she's up in her room peering out the window, seeing Grandma uh, yelling at nothing. Um, Addie, Addie's not seeing this ghost of Kenny. She's just seeing crazy Grandma standing out at the uh, the Butte at sunset, yelling at a tree, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can tell this has been a problem. This is bothering her. This is, there's there's been some shit. She's got some trauma. She ain't happy about it. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, that's about it, though. Really? Yeah. She's like, we got no barley. Got to feed my horses. Yeah. We uh, we cut to like what would I presume be the next morning. Yep. Yeah. She, I think she rides her horse for a short time. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah, she's oh. out there with the horse for a second, goes up to Grandma, just like, you okay? Because obviously she saw her out the fucking tree and being crazy or whatever. So mm-hmm. she asks if she's okay. And uh, she's just sort of staring out at the uh, the nothingness for a little bit. And she uh, she mentions that she needs to get some hay. And Grandma just goes, we can't buy hay. And uh, some, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, part of the conversation that happened with Kenny was just Kenny just saying, you need to get Addison out of here. Like, some shit's about to go down. And the last thing we need is for her to get fucked up out of all this. So... Uh, that's kind of where the conversation ends up leading. She just goes, uh, I need you to go away for a little while. Yep. And uh, just sort of leaves it at a, a foreboding, I need you to go away for a little Which, while. Which, the first time you watch the movie, you think, okay, she sees her crazy grandma up there yelling at this hillside. And now she's asking her to leave the farm for a while. I won't tell her. It's like, oh, grandma's about to off herself. Because mm-hmm. they paint her up as crazy. She looks fucking crazy. They're broke. They're, they're destitute at this farm. That's that's I guess what I got out of it. Yeah, no, easily, time. man. That's that's easily the read you get out of that. That's I think that's what you're supposed to get. So if that's what you're going for, then that's what you get. It's good. You did one thing sort of right. Right. But then she goes she's she hops in her truck that's from nineteen aught eleven to twelve. Probably also forties, based off the previous overly specific uh assumption of that whoever that was. The tow truck driver. <laughs> the tow truck driver, thank Staring you. Staring at the creeper truck in his rearview mirror. With the with the cow trapper, <clears throat> trapper. yeah, the uh, cow yep. snagger. Um, then we quick get a real pan, quick quick pan over to Stubbs and Danny. Yep, still in the middle of an existential crisis as they are in basically every moment of this yep. movie. And the sheriff Serge is saying, "We can't go after that thing. 
When I saw it, I couldn't pull the damn trigger. It scared me half to death. And then Danny comes up with this great line. Oh, gold right here coming. Uh, Brave uh, man folks. is scared uh, or he's a goddamn liar. He's a goddamn liar. And then he, pull, he basically sl- compliments him with that. He's like, man, you, you clearly a real man. You ain't a lying son of a bitch. Everybody gets scared. And uh, scared? Dude, it's the darkness. Okay. Come on. I mean, got it. Okay. I was just kind of getting, you know, like the uh, the feel, you know, when when Mac is trying to be. Oh, what's his name? What? Riggs. Riggs. Murtaugh. <laughs> yeah. When Mac is trying to be Murtaugh. Or is it Riggs? Murtaugh. Riggs is the white yeah. guy. It's Murtaugh. Yep. Definitely. Um, and he hands him the lame hat with the fucking with the melon hot dog skull <laughs> wiener mobile, which is I just think that's fucking hilarious that you couldn't draw Death Bat. Listen, I can't draw much of anything. Okay, well you couldn't have wrote, or you couldn't have wrote Death Bat profile or something. Is you drew a fucking the, a Picasso original? That's what oh I drew. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, after he slaps him with this lame-ass hat that they had time to make, and it was super important to make, because I have a... Just have one lying around. Yeah. Uh, I think his name... His name's Michael. Oh, Michael. He rolls up and says, Boss, this is my daddy's truck. I think he calls him Mikey, but... Mikey? Yeah. yeah his name's Michael. He no, calls I'm him sure Michael is, the first man. time, and it goes by Mikey. And he's showing him off this new truck that they got. It's not old, a new truck. It's his grandpa's old truck or something like that. And it's got a tarp, a tarpaulin, if you will, yep. on the back of the truck. Yep. And he's like, we got this. And pulls it off. And Sarge is like, is this thing tested? He's real somber throughout this. And it's kind of weird. Like, he's just blank expression. And it's like, has this been fired? And he's like, it's fitted for 22 millimeter rounds. It can <laughs> fire 6,000 rounds a minute. Nothing's getting through here. It's going to put up a wall of fire. <laughs> And he's like, Very yeah, confident. But, but have you actually fired this damn gun? He's like, it can. It's great. And that's it. This is our killing machine. Turns out the darkness is not too happy about using untested equipment. Here actually is another continuancy error, by the way. When they do the reveal, they do a close-up on him like grabbing the tarp and yanking. And if you look at the direction he does that in, they cut quickly to like a, a backed up shot of the tarp coming off, like about halfway through coming off, and they're completely different directions. <laughs> completely different directions. Like not even fucking remotely close to possible that they could have been from the same direction or person. Oh my. Just atrocious. It is a sweet gun though. It's a pretty badass Gatling gun that somebody could have just made, I guess pretty sick oh yeah if you pull how dope okay that'd be such a fucking cool thing to shoot though like how dope would that crank gatlin gun any of them old school new school who gives a fuck i'm just down to shoot a fully automatic massive rounded weapon that'd be amazing that's fair oh my god shot a nine mil once and i was like this is cool (laughs) (laughs) let's see so they show that gun off and uh stubs and to the darkness 
uh, start having a little bit of a conversation again because they're still fucking trying to figure out who they are as people when they're 50. Mm, indeed. And Danny goes, you got blooded last night. Yeah, you we got, got blooded. blooded good. We got blooded 23 years ago. That's why we are here. And uh, no matter what you do, that blood's going to follow you around. It's never going to wash off. And that's essentially what he says. And then he, he yells, or I think they hear a call. It's like we at rendezvous at station one. And instead of saying north, he says, north, north. Uh, in that little exchange, by the way, we also find out that uh, the creeper killed Mikey's dad 23 years ago. Ripped out his Yeah, and that's why he's so hell-bent on this vengeance and whatever. Mm-hmm. 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 Then they leave. That's it. Now we're at a new scene. The old-ass truck going up to a plantation of sorts. And that's where the she got big Kurt knockers. Ah, that girl. That's, yeah. who, that's who the knockers is about. She yeah. was attractive, man. Huh? She was attractive. Best thing about this whole movie. It's uh, fair. It's pretty oh. awful, but uh, it's not actually that wrong. So that's yeah. okay. So yeah, uh, Addison's pulling up to this uh, this house in her nineteen whatever the fuck ancient truck. Honestly, it's probably before the Model T. Now it looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Great condition. Nice truck. It's the precursor to the next Jeepers Creepers truck. However senseless. But anyway, she pulls up in the truck, and uh, this uh, cute transsexual chick just starts like running. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, probably Asian in descent or something like that, if I had to guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what do you I mean? got no idea. What do you mean? No. What? what do you think she is? Honestly? She's not white. I'm She's o- something else. I'm only... Saying this, I don't know her ethnicity. God, at that all. sounds very white power the way I said that. Don't take it that way, She's folks. She's something else. <laughs> She's something else. <laughs> I was going to say, and this sounds shit. bad. Okay. Just put it out there, bro. Okay. It can't hurt. Rip the band aid off. Okay. She reminds me of Adra Fox. See, now, I know you're well enough to know that it's probably a porn star. What I don't know is porn stars. So I don't know who that is, and I can't draw the similarities that, uh, that yeah, yep, definitely, definitely <laughs> should have some visual uh, comparisons here. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, so she's pulling up, Addie's, and uh, this girl runs up, whatever, jumps on, uh, whatever those things are called, and uh, she's just like asking her, hey, what's going on, what are you here for? Running board? Uh, yeah, running board, thank you. And uh, she's like, hey, I'm here for some hay. And they're talking about a thing that's happening. And she's like, I can't afford that shit. Can barely afford hay. Yeah, exactly. So they hop out of the vehicle and it's. Uh, Why did I have to They go pull to- up and there's, there's a live trap and a rabbit in said live trap. I don't feel like you're real happy with your search results, but. I don't know why I had to actually go to porn up. I could just go to Google. You can go anywhere you want. You do whatever you got. There's a there's a rabbit alive trap, and uh, porn star is not real happy about that. So she's making some sort of stink, and this is when we meet what I presume to be her brother, even though her brother is very white and she's clearly not white, whatever that means to anybody. And the mom also Maybe? extremely Caucasian. Yeah, I don't see that at all. Oh, I do. Wow. Okay, not even close. Yikes. Whoops. Uh, Kirk is this brother something or another's name. 
And uh, he's just kind of being a prick this entire time. Oh, you mean dirt bike Efron? Yes, dirt bike, dirt bike Efron. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. that's, that's and I wrote, he is dumb. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Strangely, out of his group of four, once we meet that whole posse, is uh, he's probably the smartest out of all. Oh of them, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, it's just this whole thing of like, man, bunny, I'm sad. Quit being a weirdo and a sicko. Blah, blah, blah. Mom comes out. Eh, free the rabbit. And he's like, eh, y'all fucked. And he just like sort of peels off and doesn't do anything with the rabbit. He goes, it's kill or be killed. Read the rules of the jungle. And then he says, you're all acting like a bunch of women. He says that to a group of women. Yep. I That was redundant as fuck. Makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. Well stated. Yeah, that's it. That's really it. You see him uh, kind of peel away. He's got a dirt bike in the back. and uh, You get a little quick conversation between uh, Porn Star and Addy. And uh, you essentially just, just like, ah, I'm just going to go check out this spot. And there's a little teasing between Porn Star and Addy about one of the gentlemen that works there and a potential uh, love interest between Addy and he. Buddy Hooks. Buddy Hooks. She's going out to Hooks to see if she can get some uh, alfalfa. Hey, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So off she goes. She takes off, and now we get a biker montage. We get to uh, meet our good pals, Kirk and his dumbass compadres. Kirk? Is that his real name? Kirk is his name in the movie, at okay. least. I don't know what his real oh, fucking yeah, name it's, is. It's DBF, Ron. Um, so uh, they're cruising about, doing their dirt bike thing, being mm-hmm. douchebags, whatever. That's true. I'm not, not trying to imply all dirt bike people are douchebags, just implying these guys are dirt bike and like douchebags. Uh, they stumble upon a certain poorly painted truck from the 1940s, most likely. Yes, as we learned mm-hmm. previously. Then they they're kind pay of the cru- fuck attention. God. You learned this. Yes, they're Jesus. Uh, God. You that's listeners. that's you, Jared. I know you're listening to this, Jared. God damn it. 1940s. Wow. Remember. In fact, do the research. What model was that? Find it. Tell me the original and the shitty remake. You know what? I bet our fucking. Or Temptress Upstairs with the Tits will find out the answer before you do, Jared. Ha ha. What was the name? I can't remember. That's why I went with Temptress with Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Something Bertha? Who knows? Certainly not I. <laughs> <laughs> and they notice this truck in a field. They all just sort of stop, lined up like a bunch of birds. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea Do birds slide up? <laughs> And they're staring at this truck. They're like, wow, weird truck. I bet it's been here forever. Whatever. And they, uh, they, dinner smells delicious. They roll up on this truck and they notice the license. They're talking about it and they notice the plate and they're like, oh, everybody, someone makes one of these plates every single Halloween. It's, uh, which again lends to the whole, like, he travels all over every 23 years. It's, it's a thing. He's not in just one spot. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. Um, so curly hair redhead fucker pees on the truck. Yeah, he pees on the front yep. bumper. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, they essentially like they do some knocking around on the truck and whatever. One one guy scares the other uh, fucking douchebag McGee pounds on the truck, scares the shit out of Kirk, th- who thinks he's obviously a tough guy, and then yells at the other guy for being quit it. Normal, and right? He was just mad that he was a pussy. So he, he loses his shit for a second. Then, yes, uh, curly hair fag boy starts peeing on the bumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Cow pusher catcher tipper metal thing. I wrote that guy's name was Curly Ginger. 
That was his name? Like, that was his title credit? No, that's my notes. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, because the other guy is Kramer, and then the other guy oh, is other wow. guy. Oh, wow, nailed it. Kramer for sure. And then the other guy is literally other guy, the black Okay, I could the, the token of, black guy. I couldn't. Right. I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't come up with one. You're not wrong. I'm it's not trying to be the darkness. Two point no. 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 Son of darkness. Probably is his son. Oh my god, we, we're we're drawing all sorts of conclusions here, folks. Revelations yeah. in the Jeepers Creepers universe. Uh, douchebags, dirt biking, found a truck, peed on it, peed on it, read the plates, banged on the glass door. The door? Uh, Just the door. Well, they were they were going to... Yeah, yeah. They did the bang on the door. The pee thing happened. They're like, all right, let's just fucking get out of here. Hold on. And then, uh, as you so put it, Kramer uh, and Jew boy, Ginger Jew boy, uh, decide we should obviously Curly smash Ginger. the windows before we go, though. And so Kramer goes to throw a rock, and it bounces off the car and hits him in the face. Another weird foreshadowing uh, that they tried to pull off that didn't exactly go according to plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yes, as you were stating, all of a sudden, the doors swing open. The back doors. The back doors, yes, yes, yes. The truck's butthole just exploded open. Basically a prolapse. No, everything stayed in, though. We talked about porn stars, so it only made sense. Yeah, that's fair. So the back doors blow open like the mine doors do on peyote. And it's fucking... The, they're a little freaked out, but they're, of course, going to check it out. And like they a bunch see of retards. And they notice the bodies, and they wonder if they're real, and then they smell them, and they conclude they're real. And then it pans. Right? It cuts. Pansexuals? No, it cuts. Does it? I believe so, because the next, my next set of notes is, hey, is cornbread uh, to Addy and bub, Burb? In the burn? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, close. So okay. you skipped just, like, one little thing. So the doors open. Uh, they see the bodies. They're like, yeah, bodies, for sure. And then, like, the spikes do their thing because they're kind of, like, leaning kind of close. And then the, the, the spikes that we mentioned that came out of fucking nowhere close themselves out of nowhere. They don't catch anybody, but they scare the shit out of the four boys. They all fall to the ground in unison. They're like, ah! And then they freak out, and they get on their dirt bikes, and they haul off, and they don't even grab their fucking helmets. They're just left sitting on the ground there. But, and here's the thing. The truck doesn't have... Uh, the creeper's not at the truck. So the truck yeah, is now, again, opening doors The doors by have itself. swung open, yep. The, the spikes that come out the back... Yep have a very weird time and sensor. It doesn't make sense because it's inconsistent four times in this movie. Yeah. On like, do you cross the threshold? Does it only like... Yeah, when does it go off? Yeah. Which, the truck just decides apparently. Yeah, just whenever. Feeling just it. when the fuck I'm ever. feeling it. I'm just, I'm feeling it. You want to do some coke? I'm feeling it. What the fuck did I... Hey, is cornbread. Aw. Oh. That is my next note. I I don't really know what any of that's supposed to mean, but we we cut from where they are. Oh wait, uh, hold on, not quite. I should I should we should finish. Uh, as they're peeling off, we do get to see the the harpoon that we previously saw hit the cop car, ready itself. As they're flying off, the harpoon does go off, flies out, and then catches one of the fellows in the back. DB Efron. Yes, as we find out. Boom! Gets him. Got him. Now we are on to your. Hey, is cornbread. Hey, is cornbread. And I figured it out. Let's it's, just see what you got. It's Addy and Burb. It Burb is, is. Burb is. Uh, 
Go ahead. Give me the real name. Uh, well, it's it's Hooks. Buddy, Bubbly. Buddy. Buddy Hooks, Buddy, yep. not Bubbly. And uh, yeah, she's trying to buy Have. Can't extend the credit. Blah blah blah. So <clears throat> let's see. Where did my notes go? That's the wrong page. Um, you should see these notes, folks. It's oh, atrocious. it's great. And uh, doesn't even use front and back of the page. He's just wasting paper. Okay, first of all, I can't write like be upside down then. Oh my god. Um so <laughs> Addie gets all embarrassed at her. She has no credit and couldn't get the hay, so she starts leaving. And Burb runs in, talks to his dad, can't get it, and he's he's like, You could do better, blah blah blah. And he's like, Okay, well I have this money. I'm gonna pay for it. <laughs> and now he goes flying off in his truck, and for whatever reason there's never any oncoming traffic in this road. Quick pause before we get to that part. I just want to say one line that I really liked from his douchebag brother. Uh, so like they're out there talking a little bit, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, ten bales of alfalfa sounds good." And he goes and grabs the clipboard. He's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for the write up or whatever." And he he goes, uh, "You're not on the load list." And there's a little exchange of just like, "Ah, fuck, I better you want we need to talk to my dad." And he's like, "Oh, I'll talk to him for you, but whatever," because he's got a fucking thing for this girl, obviously. And she wants she's like pissed off. Storms off, doesn't say anything. She's going off to daddy's office, and uh, douchebag brother goes. I put her on my load list. And I was just like, fuck you. What a piece of shit line that was. Did that need to be in there? That's a stretch. (laughs) That That is a stretch. I put her on my load list. Oh, my (laughs) God. These fucking guys. But yes, there is no oncoming traffic, as it turns out. In the, because in he catches up the to the annals of Florida. Yeah, in no time, and he rolls down his, his his window, flags her who's driving in the correct lane. Which again, by the way, like she found out she didn't have credit, was like, I'm gonna go check Harrelson's or whatever the fuck she said, and fucking goes. Like meanwhile, Dickweed goes and has a full conversation with his dad, has to pay for this alfalfa hay whatever he bought then he has to load those 10 bales in the back of some truck that probably wasn't parked right next to the hay in the first place so he had to get the fucking truck over there load it all up get on the road catch up to this hoe like what the fuck happened how did you it's a 1940s truck how the fuck did you catch up and there's no power steering i don't have power steering either though (laughs) (laughs) that was gus dropping a bone like he does so he can he catches up to her real quick, and instead of just like going to her house, you know, to drop off the hay and like saying, "Hey, I got this for you," like a quasi-normal person. Yeah, person. <laughs> they just drive side by side and have a conversation through their window, going down the highway in their loud trucks. I got you your hay. And, right here. And uh, yeah, I got it. They kind of. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Pan back to Javelin. So, uh, Kirk. Uh, Bieber leg hair face. I have no idea what you what you were doing. D.B. Efron. Cooper? Oh, D.B. Efron. Dirt bike Dirt Efron. Dirt bike Efron, that's right. Okay, well, Kirk, I'm just going to stick with that because that's something I can remember. Uh, he's been stuck in the leg. Straight through it. And at this point, like, I've become a a stickler in the movie. Because, like, I've already noticed however many things are wrong. Mm -hmm. And I backed this one up. Because I saw that he'd been stuck in the leg very specifically. And I was like, did they actually do the animation right for that? They did. I'll give them that. They actually hit him in the leg with that fucking harpoon. I was like, 
at least they did one fucking thing continuancy wise correctly. But anyway, yeah, he's now been stuck in the leg. He is on the ground. There is his couple of buddies surrounding him. Kramer, Curly Ginger, other guy. Correcto Mundo, other guy being the Darkness uh, 2.0, Son of Darkness, as it was previously stated. Uh, and uh, they're they're upset. They're they're panicking, <laughs> as it turns out. And uh, they're upset. One guy saying, "There's no phone service." Oh shit! I'm not gonna keep trying. Quit saying there's no phone service. Uh. And of course, they land on the brilliant idea. Of, should I just pull it out? Kramer agree, or Kramer says I should say, and uh, decides to be the puller. And uh, doesn't pull at the, an appropriate angle. On the count of three, I'm gonna pull like a son of a bitch. And I quote, end quote. <laughs> and so he goes, <laughs> one, two, and then a creaking noise, of course, happens, and that's enough to uh, completely. Stop the the coming of three, where you would just pull it out. Instead, at this point, they just let the creek go on and find out that it's the truck now reeling in. uh, DB Cooper. No. Zach Efron. DB Efron. Yeah, there we go. There you go. I got there. Now, here's two (laughs) problems I have with this one. (laughs) A, it's not a hooked blade or a barbed blade. It It is, is, it's wavy, but it's a blade. That thing, yes, it's wedged in there, but really, it, I there's nothing enough force to just pop right out. There's nothing grabbing it. it. Should right? And as it's reeling them in, why don't somebody just hold his fucking legs and it'll pull it right out? Yeah. Instead, they walk. He him just hops to a, on one leg backwards as it's reeling him in, and they just sort of walk him along, es- escort him. Yeah. <laughs> back Here, buddy, to the van. it's pulling you, but let's get this out of your leg. We don't know what to do, so let's go. How about we stop? moving you and just let that thing keep going because it's not going to hold on any more than it already is. Uh, meanwhile, right as the truck starts to uh, pull him, reel him in, if you will, ca- uh, try to reel in the catch of the day, the pisser just gets on the fucking bike and peels off. So Ginger Boy is now gone. We're left with Kramer, other guy, and uh, D.B. Cooper. Close. And <laughs> I'm settling One on jumped it. out of a helicopter. It's as close as it's going to get. Uh, Kirk is now sucked all the way up to the truck. You just changed his date three times. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. And his buddies are just like, well, now what do we do? And, sh- and whatnot, you know. Like, Bonk! Um, yeah, the creeper's here. Meet the creeper. A body just drops from the sky, which uh, uh, is the tow truck driver. Uh, is our, it for sure? Our, I'm pretty sure that's our okay. Woody Harrelson lookalike from before. Okay. 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 That was the last body taken by the creeper, at least. Which, Fair. like, it was nighttime, and now suddenly it's daytime. Like, it took him a really, really long time to get this body back, but whatever. But I mean, he just sort of carried around for like somewhere six hours. in that night, he had time to stitch up Derry and have a whole new. Good point. Good point. It could have been after. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the creepers arrived, uh, and Kirk, uh, DB Cooper, uh, Mister Webster is stuck to the truck. Mr. Webster. <laughs> so Kramer and other kid, they start running. <laughs> Son of darkness. <laughs> they start booking it, leaving this guy, because Curly Ginger ran and DBF Ron is stuck to the truck and the creepers here, and they're panicking. So they start running. And they're getting a good ways away, and the creepers in no hurry because he's a little cocky in this movie. He's like, I got Very this. Very cocky I got in this. this movie, yeah. I'm almost satirical. Citrical. 
Satirical. Stick with that one. I think that's what that's, that's, that's the way the kids are saying it. Okay. Citrical force? No, citrical. It's like oh. citrus. I think we got rickets. Okay. Well, that's possible. Um, so they go running, and this is one of the worst fucking kills in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you noticed the same thing that I noticed. So they're running to their dirt bikes. We'll say it's 100 yards away. Sure. It's not, but it's we'll say so they're running, and they're running side by side until they get to their bikes, which are laying in front of this tree. Which... Now, let us also state that shortly after they started running, the creeper reached his van, gave one quick tap on the back door. They flung open as if the truck didn't know that he was there, which, of course, knocked uh, D.B. Cooper to the ground because the doors open with such fury. Mm-hmm. And uh, without ever having done anything but have his back to the truck, uh, a javelin suddenly is in his hand. Yes. It just leapt out of the vehicle. So now not only is the truck sentient, so are his fucking weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Or he's telekinetic, one or the other. Yeah. One or the other suddenly He's probably just a magician. And uh, so, yeah, he's got this javelin. He's kind of lining up the shot. Yeah, they're running parallel this entire time. Mm -hmm. Until they get to their bikes which the sp- and the spear has been thrown. The javelin, if you will. He's giving it the old, the old one eye aim, the old fucking tongue sticking out the side, the whole fucking nine, man. Yeah. He's, he's really lining up and the shot. And this will come back later in the movie as well. True does. And uh, so these kids start running, and he hucks this javelin. And right when they get to pick up their bikes, you hear thud as the javelin strikes a tree. Somehow, that javelin coming from higher above them... Like, right, at least the way physics works, it yes, would have to. Comes flying and hits them both in the chest, keeping them separated enough, not right, like nut to butt here. Now, probably a good two foot between. Yeah, them. so they're they're hanging off the shaft that's stuck in the tree, and they are fucking dangling. So somehow, they're like six to eight inches off the yeah, ground. I put two feet in my notes because that's what it seemed like. Like they just happened to jump up at the same time and get. Fucking snailed to a tree. Yeah. Snailed. Snailed to a tree. Nailed. Yeah. Stuck as Piked. Stuck. Deep teeth. Ooh, deep teeth. That's not good. That was. Let's not call that one back. Unreal. But yeah, it was fucked, man. Like, that was. Uh, like, some people are really bad at noticing things like continuancy errors in movies, especially on, like, a first watch through. But, like, something. That one was so fucking bad. If if you didn't notice that, like, what's wrong with you? Like, it was atrocious. Like, they when they show them hanging from this fucking tree, which, by the way, this fucking this, this javelin or spear or whatever you want to call it wasn't really embedded that far, so it's definitely not supporting two hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty. The leverage pound for that, young men, like that would be ripping right through the fucking tree. But that aside, when they show that shot of them dangling from this fucking tree that's only embedded like three or so inches at most, uh, they show where the at least where one of the dirt bikes is, and you can only presume the other one's at least close by off camera because you can't fucking see it. Nowhere's near the TV or the uh, the tree, by the way. Yeah. The TV. Uh, the tree, yeah, nowhere's fucking it. like not even close. Like, if these dudes were like on their shit, their one guy's back tire was touching the other guy's front tire. Like they were that close to like in parallel or in yeah. line with one another, they could get impaled that way. The bikes would have still had to fly like five fucking feet minimum, right? Like off to the side of the screen. Like just absurd. There's nothing about this fucking scene that's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I I see what you were doing there. You at least tried. Good like, job. Good job. <laughs> well Good done. Job. All right. 
Cool, cool, cool. And that's the end of that scene. Coolest part about the entire scene? The javelin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real about it. Not the throwing it. of it. Just the <laughs> no, javelin itself. Just the javelin itself. Not how it was the inanimate object is the coolest part of the whole thing. That was it. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. Now these dudes are fucking Christmas tree ornaments, and uh, the creepers got you some more. You think it was fuck. a poplar tree? It might have been, but I doubt it. Okay. I have, honestly, I have no idea what that tree looks like. I don't even know what to, t- what to say. It oh. just doesn't seem like the tree. I don't think that tree grows in Florida, much less Oklahoma or Nebraska. Next note says, dude never met a flavored horse. Uh, favorite horse. Favorite. Uh, I never met her favorite horse. I might be. Cut freckles. Oh, bud. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Before I... I had to look up his name eventually because I wasn't paying good enough attention that I knew his name apparently. So yeah, no, his I, I just called him Freckles for a long while. His name's Burb in my notes. Because his face is basically a freckle. And if anybody is okay with that, you can just stop listening now because we don't want you as a fan. It's like someone put some hot cocoa on a paste dude. in a fucking spackle gun for sheetrock and splattered his face. Anywho, yeah. uh, they're chatting. Uh, if you don't recall... <coughs> Freckles just uh, brought out of here 10 bales of alfalfa. Alpha. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the hairstyle, but actual growing plants, or previously growing plants. And uh, he's, he's talking to her, and then at least briefly, and then suddenly he starts talking to the horse, but he's expecting Addie to be listening, and he asks the horse on a date, but pretends he's asking Addie on a date. I'm saying this precariously. It was very obviously intended to be tongue-in-cheek, but it was just like, this is stupid. He, he issues the corny line, uh, interested in, say, a guy like me. Yeah, he, he was saying whatever the fuck he was saying. It's like, he's like, it's almost like she can understand me or he or whatever the fuck he says, the gender of the horses. And then, yeah, he proceeds to talk the to the horse at that point. Yeah, Rocket. Yeah, that was her, uh, her prize horse or whatever. Bad name. I wouldn't think a girl. I can remember fucking Rocket, but I struggled to remember Bud. <laughs> Buddy. Whatever. Like, I mean, come on, man. Oh, my. We got no. people named Darkness, and I remember the white horse named Rocket. No, Rocket, yeah, that's exactly right. I can say that without 100% uh, It's obviously because it's a white horse. I care more. It's the color of the horse. Okay. okay. Um, Kidding, folks. So Not he that says racist. that. Say a guy like me line. And then she just makes it. She looks out the fucking barn door and she goes, you see, back in the city, my mom had a cat. She gives that little anecdote, how I used to shit in a shoe. And it was just, I couldn't pay attention to it because it was stupid. It was just, why? 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 You could have just said, nah, or okay. Like, why you gotta make this big fucking scene for no reason? I feel like it was one of those scenarios where, like, Victor was trying to write in some serious poetic shit. Meanwhile, like, it came off like... It's about a cat shit. to write this romance novel? Like, what? <laughs> it came up... It, the story was about a cat that shit in her stepdad's shoes. And he hated it. And that's the story. Like, oh, my God. Eventually... Mom married the shit shoe having stepdad. Like mm-hmm. that's the whole story. That's it. That <laughs> that's was the a whole thing. <laughs> so like, if you were Burb in this situation, to be like, so is that a yes or a no? I have no. So you're trying to fuck or what? Well, like, right? I just bought you some barley. I was trying to bill your hay here. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Oh. Then it, you see, uh, <laughs> I put her on my load list. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking guy. I honestly hope you get a paper cut the next time you wipe your ass. <laughs> Holy shit, my asshole would hurt. I really need to get that fucking bidet set up. That's right, folks. Bought a bidet. Bought all the accoutrements to get set bidet set up. He need stole to, a public. Now I need to phone. set up that bidet. Uh, Saturday. It's my That's goal. Nice watch. It's my I goal. have one too. Yeah, my f- hair watch. That was bad. That was oh good. my god! So, uh, then we get Grandma cry- Graham's Galen. Graham's Galen crying. <laughs> Grandma Galen and digging. Uh, she's uh she's out there digging. Yep, she's digging in the spot where we saw her having a conversation with a tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, Addie is very clearly embarrassed by this. In fact, so much so that she tells Freckles to go away. Get um, out of here! And he's like, okay, you want to come with a you? And she's come like, with you? okay. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Uh, full disclosure, I've been listening to a lot of a certain podcast lately. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a frequent joke of theirs, and uh, I can't help but make it my normal life now. If I reference the word come, whether it's you or oh, uh, I got to distinguish. It's just a fact. Okay. Yeah. In this case, it's with you. She wanted to come. So uh, <laughs> she's accepted said invite. She's not underage. She's definitely at least 18. Um <laughs> And we get like a semi cut, a partial cut, a cut. It's a pan under a the pan skin. Over. It's it's pan over. It's not to the grandma. It's not. It's not pan. It's definitely a cut. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're at grandma. We're seeing grandma <laughs> doing what she's digging her hole. She's uh, she's up there. She's trying to get some fucking pay dirt, man. Like she she's out. What? She's digging her hole. She's way up there. Oh my god! You talking about coming? And grandma's digging her hole. Way up there. Yeah, John, those assumptions, man. That's not even, I wasn't even going for that. She's no. elbows deep in that uh, dirt. So she's up there. She's trying to hit pay dirt. Uh, and next thing you know, her fucking her son's behind her talking some shit again. She's digging her hole, and her son's behind her. What the fuck's happening? She's digging for pay dirt. Her son's right behind her. She in the doggy position. She got go away, and she repeats herself once more after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ghost boy's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, see you later, Kenny. We're almost done with you, but not quite. And uh, next thing you know, she's hit pay dirt. She's not just digging for it at this point. She's found it. She has hit it. Uh, and honestly, you could honest. This literally looks like you know if you find a cat turd that's been buried, it's like what it looks like, but it's wrapped in cloth and it's a hand. I was I was more thinking like you went to your county fair. <laughs> you went, you went. <laughs> too bad this isn't a video podcast, folks. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, what is my notes? <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Ow. She comes with a U. There's a go away gone. But oh yeah. <laughs> it was what she, it was the painter she dug up. 
<laughs> it's more like if you went to the county fair and <laughs> you spent the three tickets to go down the slide on the burlap sack, but then you got the sack and threw a hand in it. Why is that what you went with? Because it's a burlap sack, and that's the only place I can think of burlap sacks in my real life. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Holy shit. I want to just clarify for you oh, listeners that this laugh attack started because <laughs> Petey is holding his mic stand. He has fucked with it multiple times. I've been fucking with it the entire time. <laughs> and this time, as he's holding it, it just shot straight up in the air. <laughs> he just stood yeah. up, went right back down. Yep. It's not meant to support the weight of my arms. It's a turn Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, burlap sack from the county fair with a hand in it. Uh-huh. Um, and then we got a cut. I mean, that's the end of that scene. She yeah. digs up the hand and the bag and the and the in the county fair, the whole thing. It was uh, buried by Pompeii. Her right eye vein is uh, bluer than normal. Aggressive. It's let's, getting worse throughout the movie. It's a Ugh. progressive thing. Uh-huh. We cut. Cut. The creeper has returned to the van or truck, as it were, with his spear. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, he smells the piss. Okay, he, so here's the thing. He's with not that happy. spear, if they're going for the cult style, they missed a really good shot to have him look like he's got a, was it, is it a rucksack? What's the thing that the hobos use? Probably a bindle. A bindle? Yeah. Yeah, he could have been carrying that like a... on a stick. Yeah, yeah. he could have been carrying those fools like a bindle with how much shaft was left on that spear. A lot of shaft. And he's but strong they, enough to do it. And they... And, uh, it's another one of those scenarios where it's like, I feel like he was forced to waste his time, you know, where like he had to kill somebody he wasn't really that interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, you just pissed me off, man. And now, like, I got to spear you in a weird way. That Which, makes I no mean, sense. he's left other people alone, though, that weren't scared. He's killed other people. And I know he's, in this movie, they make it clear he's running out of time. And for some reason, he snags Kirk. Like, he leaves the, <clears throat> the other two that he piked, just apparently there to rot. <laughs> Snags up Kurt. He's got him and well, we'll get there, but he's got Kirk in the truck, uh DB Cooper. Nope, that's not correct. And he uh but he smelled this piss at this point. That's not good. Piss uh-huh. boy's in trouble. And uh we cut to Piss Boy. And he's still hauling ass. He's going through the bayous, I guess, of Florida. Backwoods, Backwoods of yeah, Oklahoma it in Florida. It's probably most likely Oklahoma. I'm yeah. still not okay with Florida. He's hauling some ass. He's pretty excited. He uh he I would have settled truck. for Louisiana. Perhaps. He spots a truck. Uh which also generally means road most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh he's like, "Oh shit, there's my chance at at safety." <clears throat> and uh so naturally at any juncture in life where you spot the potential for safety, you hit a massive jump. Yeah. While you're on your dirt bike and then uh-huh. try to make a real scene out of it. So, he does exactly that. He hits who knows what, but it launches him a good 10 to 15 feet in the air. Uh-huh. Without a helmet, kids. He's shouting. He's doing this. He's doing that. His helmet's back by the truck. They all left them behind. Uh-huh. And uh, at the crest of his jump, the apex of his curvature, if you will, uh, gone. The creeper him can and the now... bike both, by the way. Gone. The, yeah. The creeper can fly now at ultrasonic speeds. Now, the bike comes crashing back to the ground, but it still bothered me that the bike went anywhere. Bothered me. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if it, I mean, it could continue the jump, the angle, but that, you know, like the projection, trajectory, trajectory. We've hit it. We're here. I'm finally at my first pee. I finally have to pee. Like four beers deep. I finally have to pee. What's a runtime right now? It's one hour, 41 minutes. Okay, that's the length of the movie exactly. It's one hour and 41 <laughs> minutes, and we are almost half done. Give or take. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Brief heart attack, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, we thought we lost everything up to this point. Yeah. Uh, as you'll hear, it was 140. I don't know, 100. An hour and 41 minutes. It was 141. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when, I, uh, when I went to hit the pause button, I also hit the power cable a little bit. That powers the recording device, and it shut off instantaneously. Uh, it's not what you're looking for, ever, uh-uh. when it comes to recording something, is just having it shut off. Um, thought I lost everything, but we're okay. I'm pretty sure we're okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We got it. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. All right. So we can pick back up where we left off before I had to pee. The creeper chases the curly ginger, catches him, bike fucked up. Now we pan back to the darkness. Oh, darkness and darkness. Danny. <laughs> and he's talking about they're going to see Galen, which is Grandma. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with Grandma. Because mm-hmm. it's a weird name. It's an awful name. And he's saying how... Yeah, I met her 23 years ago. Well, kind of figured you met her 23 years ago since you keep talking about all these people you met 23 years ago. It's interesting how many people you met 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he's like, was there met- an event? Was there something that happened? Yeah. It was the worst night of their lives. Something big? Mm-hmm. It was Kenny was killed. Oh, my. Yeah. Sounds like prom. And uh, it was her son. And then they pull up to the house. Or they're, they're driving. Uh, they're just on the way to the house. And then yeah. it pans back to Grandma, who has the hand. <coughs> <coughs> And uh, she's carrying it very strangely on this shovel, Chevelle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she sets it on her bench, her her gardening bench, if you will. Most likely. That's what it looks like to me. And uh, she unwraps it, sees this Many a decrepit... plant have been accosted upon said bench. Yes. I feel badly for them. Okay. Poor, I didn't know you sympathize plants. with plants. Very, very much so. Okay. A vegetation right. sympathizer. Vegetizer. Vegentith. I got. You got vagina in there somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! She starts reaching out to this hand. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's put the burlap sack from the county fair up on the uh, the counter here, and she's 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 interested. So, she grabs his hand, and the hand grabs her back. Yeah. It's dry as fuck. Yeah, the hand isn't just dead. It's it's a. It's it's perpetually. What, what's that movie from like uh, nineteen ninety eight or nine? Now nah, what? Well, that's a good one too. But no, uh, <laughs> Idle Hand or Hands. Idle Idle Hand. Oh yeah, where the guy like breaks, just randomly break, he can't control his one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, and eventually it just the, becomes attached and does its own thing. The great scene from that movie is when he's talking to his friend by the fridge. Tit. No, when he's uh, talking to his friend by the fridge, just grabs a beer bottle, breaks it, and stabs him in the fucking head. Uh, I fuck, I, <laughs> I, this has been parodied too, but <clears throat> there, yeah, there's like a scene where like the, there's a couple of folks in a car and like this idle <laughs> hand keeps grabbing tit and shit. It's, it's so fucking stupid. What a stupid ass movie. It's, uh, it's one of those weird movies that I saw like before I should have. Like it was before I was of an age where it's like, yeah, this, this is something I should see. 
And like, there's there's plenty of like, mm, probably shouldn't have seen that kind of shit that stuck with me. Particularly tit grabbing, sort of really made an imprint, <laughs> a lasting mark. I just love to grab it. What, what can I say? I like grab a tits. <laughs> The, the movie inspired that. You know what? Uh, they always said that GTA was going to be what inspires people to murder other people, but no, idle hands. That's a hot button issue tit. right now. I, I'm just grabbing tit because of a bad old horror movie. It's true. Also, if you pay for porn, you're doing it wrong. Uh, let's be clear. I'm not grabbing random tit. Yeah. I wish I was, but I'm not. Moving on. Mo- <laughs> Moving past this. <laughs> she grabs the hand. It closes on hers. Her yeah. eyes roll back in her fucking head, turn glossier white than ever possible, and she fucking levitates. This hand pulls her into the sky. This is the one time, uh, well, technically one of two times, I guess, that uh, I was willing to disagree with your previous mention of the decent score. When, okay. when she gets lifted off the ground and they're making whatever they're doing for background noise, and then it starts to do it just doing the... Like the whipping sound or whatever the that fuck is, that is. Yeah, like, that, this is so fucking. She's like having this crazy, like I'm floating in the air orgasm. I didn't and there's like, like that this whipping part sound either. going on. I was like, this is atrocious. Like, I, what was the goal here? Why is that whipping sound? Like, is it is it because this is torture that she's experiencing to to find out what the creature is or whatever the fuck? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I couldn't get behind it at all. No, like I guess that that particular. It was the, scene, it was the one part where the sound was like, nah. And that that I mean, I'm, I'm t- I guess. I didn't even include that with the music side of it because, like, the, the music side of this was fine. Right. It's just that was a, a bad sound effect that was added. And I, because I feel like that's not an actual part of the music. I feel yeah, like fair. that was just yeah. an edited. Yeah, it's not a part of the music. Yeah. So it's meant to be a sound effect of, like, yeah, her convulsions that she's yeah. experiencing. Which it was unnecessary, didn't fit. And I agree because the, the one thing I do like about this particular scene is just like, it's a, a plus and a pro and a con is that like there's the illusion to an origin story mm-hmm. and, and that's what I'd really like to know. Like I, I want to, that was, I mean, we, we pontificated about this way back when the first it, one is that's what we were hoping for. That's this what third we wanted being was going to be the origination story instead, of where the creeper fucking came from. Instead they had to mesh it into the same fucking timeline, which it doesn't have the, all three movies. I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't happen over 23 days. No, they I'm happen pre- over like four days. The last four. Cause the first one is in like, I think it's day 20 is technically when the first it's like day 20 or 20 sounds about right oh uh, maybe it's a little earlier than that i don't fucking know because the second yeah, they, one is they the only end. went through like two days i'm pretty sure in the first movie yeah like it wasn't much the, and yeah, there was the one day single driving, day in the second movie they get to the in the first one yeah they're driving they, they encounter him they check out his house of pain get caught they go to a diner after they get run off the road that's their first <laughs> night they get a tow in with the police officers those people get fucked up they I think it is only one night, actually. Because after that night... The first movie? Yeah. Well, the, no, no, because there's, there's that very first night, which is when they roll into the diner, like you said, yep. and then there's the second night, which is when they get picked up at the police officer's spot, right? At the police station. Like, when Derry gets taken and everything. Yeah, so that would have been the like second a, I night. I guess it's really technically only, like, 24 hours since that they were hunted, but, like, the movie kind yeah. of trans, uh, goes over the course of two days. Yep. Like, you kind of catch them fairly early in the day doing their travels, and that's when they first have yep. their run-in with the truck. Yeah. So, that... Yeah, because two was the very end of his cycle, which, so that'd be the 23rd. Yeah, And yeah. The, that one takes so the, the place of, like, maybe three days, two days. 
because including the farm scenes and everything. I think two days. So, yeah, we're sitting right... We'll just say they're all... Which, yeah, that's also, like, the opening scene of that movie. So far, I... Where did that happen? Like, when was there time for that? Also, like I said in the the fucking previous Jeepers Creepers 2 podcast, they're in Florida, and it's the spring. Why is there corn that's five feet fucking feet ready high? Ready for harvest. Ready for harvest. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for food, but for fucking... Like, it's dried for corn. For those that don't know... We're from the Midwest. We know what fucking harvestable corn looks like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that shit is dead. That's some ready-to-harvest corn. That is like, feed holy corn. Holy shit. Back to the Jeepers Creepers 3, yes. though. Back to the third one. The fucking third one. It's trash hole. So <gasps> she's now been lifted off the ground by this idle hand. And we've got the whipping sounds, and her eyes are rolled back in her skull and all this shit. And that's basically where the scene ends, is, yeah. as far as all that goes. Like, you just kind of get this, uh, oh, God, something pa- very paranormal is happening to this old lady. Then we meet Addie and Burb going up to uh, Adra's. Yeah, that was nice. That was, I like that. Uh, Addie and Burb. Addie and Burb going to the porn star plantation. I don't know exactly what they're doing there. I can't remember. But they go there, and there are people hiding under a... Uh, uh, no, th- that's not It's not the uh, the porn star plantation. It's a separate spot. Okay, so they're similar house. At least that was my understanding. It might I be. Say. I guess that, yeah, that makes sense. Because like, uh, when they rolled up to this plantation spot at the end, it had like this fancy like horseshoe sort of... Well, driveway. Actually, quite obviously, now that I think about it, a horseshoe-shaped shrubbery thing in the front yard and all this. And okay. I, I think it was the, the <coughs> Hendersons or Harold's or whatever, like when she's leaving one spot to be like, oh, I'll just go check this, let's see if we have credit there. Okay. Right, I'm guess- I thought it was that farm. <coughs> yeah, that might be, but I don't know. Correctly. I don't know. They never said what they were doing there, I don't think. Why they went, why those two got in a truck and drove to this farm. Yeah, no, I can't remember why either. They just roll up, and there's two people hiding out under... Um, I know they explain it, but I can't remember why. Or at least they say, hey, let's go here for this. Yeah, okay, they, I don't remember I just don't it. remember what it is. But yeah, anyway. There's two people really hiding under point. a fucking... Uh, it's like a propane tank trailer. Some big-ass fucking tanker. They're laying under that. There's another guy... Uh, that like the owner of the truck, house under the forties truck, yeah, forties truck, and they pull up and they they they're kind of like, okay, what's going on? Addie stays in the truck. Burb gets out. He's kind of walking around and he says, he yeah. sees. And the, at this point, like neither of them have noticed the people under the trucks. Yeah, like, this is it's, it's just a it's thing. just quiet and they kind of they kind of look around and then he comes the, back to the he truck. even says like, where is everybody? Like this is weird. Yep, and he. Uh, and then he notices the the old guy. I'm guess, I think it's the owner of the property. Yeah, he's walking up to the house and like he hears a hey, hey, like, like a, obviously somebody trying to loudly whisper. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Keep your eyes on the sky." Basically telling him something came down. I don't know what it is. I've seen it, but I had no idea what yeah, we're yeah. hiding from. Just get the hell out of here and keep your eyes on the sky. Is basically yeah the message he sends him with. Oh what? Let's see. Uh-oh. He's <laughs> he he's trying to tell him about the thing, the creeper, and what's you know that it swooped down or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, <clears throat> something came down from the sky. I still don't know what it is. It swooped down and got got. I don't know what the real guy's name is, but what I heard was 
It came down and got guacamole. <laughs> what? <laughs> guacamole. <laughs> Do you know the guy's real name? Yeah, Mateo. <laughs> it's not guacamole. Yeah, okay. M- Mateo is what he says. <laughs> yep, okay. But, yeah, I heard guacamole. <laughs> Yeah, he swooped down and snatched him guacamole. He put up a hell of a fight, but... God. He ended up taking him. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't lose the first hour and 40 minutes of this. Holy shit. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the same. It probably would have no, been. No, it wouldn't have. We would have we re-recorded because we would have had to, but at the same time, it just wouldn't have been if, as good. Honestly, if that would have happened, would have I would have said... Man. We, we wouldn't have done it tonight. No, I wouldn't. Well, that for sure. Not a chance. Yeah, we would have had to do it a different day. I would have said we'd have to watch at least two other movies and try two other ones before we go right, jump Agreed. right back. We'd have to come this. back to it with mm-hmm. a like, fresh mind, watch the, torture ourselves watching this shit show a couple more times, right? see what else we could pick up God. on. God. Fuck it, eh? <clears throat> um, so they're sitting in the truck again. They, uh, so Guacamole has been picked up. They're, he got warned, yeah, and, and uh, Bud goes back to the truck. Burb. Burb. Excuse gets me. back in the truck. He's like, lock the door. Lock the door. We're getting out of here. What's happening? I have no idea. She's not happy about this. this Doesn't. Good. And, uh, oh, weird. The truck that's been running and flying down the fucking road won't start. <coughs> I don't know, ma'am. Like, it just, like, it suddenly doesn't start. That's what I'm saying. Like, it fired up to go race her with fucking 10 bales of alfalfa right. in the back. And now all of the sudden, the fucking truck won't start. Mm-hmm. It just won't. It and, doesn't. And it's turned over hard. Like something had to have gone wrong. Uh huh. Like something fairly large. And is what the truck sounds like. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. They can't get the truck started. So they the geniuses instead of rolling down the window and talking to the old guy, they fucking call him on a cell phone that they all have. And but since I don't know this ringtone. I'm just gonna. Something like that. Quit making noise. So they have cell phone service out there, but they can't afford barley. They can't afford any new vehicles, but they have cell phones. Okay. Those are the new vehicles, as it looks. Cell phones. Um, Unbelievable. Let's see. The, the old guy's like, I have guns in the barn. Yeah, quit making noise and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I got guns in the barn. Guns? I can't, I'd go myself, but I can't. Dang. My leg. And uh, all of a sudden, you see in the rearview mirror, that old creeper guy comes swooping down to the uh, the gents underneath the tanker, and he flips that fucker. Just it, that thing goes flying. Right before that, we get Scruggs, the guy that I just suddenly forgot his name, that you couldn't Guacamole. remember. Guacamole. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Guacamole. Uh, launches his, himself against the passenger side, i.e. Addy's side of the truck window, and blood is... Turns out Guacamole's a black guy, uh, and just sort of smears blood... I like that name. ...all across this, this window. And then, yes, suddenly, not only is he super strong, like we've kind of known, you know, he should be a little stronger, he's a, he's a villain, but uh, he takes this tanker and just fucking grabs it, <coughs> flips it in the air, end over end. Now, as a grown-ass adult listening to this, at least I really hope you're a grown-ass adult because, well, this isn't a show for nine-year-olds. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, if you went into your pantry, grabbed yourself a nice dozen eggs, 
and set them on the edge of the counter overhanging about one and one half inches. Took your hand and launched it as physically hard as you could. That's about what it looked like when uh, this fella flipped this gas tanker. Yeah. Is what it looks like, some I'm sort just, of fluid vehicle. It, it literally looked like a propane tank that would sit on a farmhouse that doesn't have uh, a natural gas line, but it was on wheels. It was so on it wheels, yeah. It was on a trailer. Around. Yeah. So, and I'm just going to assume, even if it's dead yeah, ass at least, empty. What, one and a half flips? It did more than that. It was that. insane. It, it literally, yeah. It rolled. It did a fucking cartwheel. Goes off, it goes off screen. Yeah. Like, it's so big. It's probably still rolling like a tumbleweed. Like, just taking shit out. It's in Louisiana at this point. Yeah. All the way from Florida. Uh-huh. Amazing. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, so this... I feel like this is in the panhandle of Florida, this whole thing. I could see that. I could see that, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh. This is nowhere near Miami. Man... It's like Tallahassee area. Little, God damn it. That means it's by Tampa, that. and Tampa's has their... I, I love Cuban sandwiches, and that's the city <laughs> sandwich. Cubans in Tampa. I mean, you could go to Miami for that, I too, I will though. not. Okay. I don't want to go to Florida. Yeah, I don't really want to do that either. Fuck that state. You know, I was... Uh, unrelated. <clears throat> Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> um, so they see in the uh, through the rear window that that tanker just went flying, and you kind of see the creeper picking up one of the fellers that was underneath the, the trailer. And all of a sudden, when they look, he just looks right at the truck. He's like, ooh, fresh meat. I got something yeah. right here. But Let's you know the one fella run off. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't bother anyone else. Goes out there, <clears throat> flies up to the driver's side door next to Burb, looks in, and he's kind of sniffing around. Quick. There's this cheeky little lean of the side. Looks over at quick, Addy. little quick sniff at her. So and then he's at the other window. Next thing you know, launches in the air. He's at the other window. And that's where I have Bloodfinger, I think. Yep, Win- blood, blood Bloodfinger, yep. Jump he... scare at the Blood Doror. Because he <coughs> just does like a little... He did a lot more cheeky a things single, this. Yeah, oh, very cheeky. Th- this is very cheeky. He does a single finger swipe across some of the blood that uh, Guacamole left on the window. And uh, peers through it pretty aggressively for a moment. And uh, then we get our next moment of horrible CGI. Just absolutely atrocious. Real quick, as he's sniffing her, I would like to quote uh, Jiminy Glick because that is what I wrote here. <clears throat> and you sniffer. You sniffer intensely and you say, Oh my God, is that Shalabar you're wearing? <laughs> and then there's moaning and a groaning. And that's how babies are made. And that's a free plug for Jiminy Glick. <laughs> I've been calling the Jeepers Creepers JC, and I mean, you put a little seven on part of the C, it's a G. Yeah, I like it. Look I at like that. It. I can get down behind that. Okay, so take it away again. So yeah, no, it's another instance of terrible CG in this movie. So he gives her this little cheeky look, ah, I think you're the one. And then uh, in his little finger streak section, uh, his nose appears. And apparently, so you know how you got a nose. Right? Anybody listening? Any of you, I would assume, <laughs> unless you're in a really unfortunate circumstance. Still probably have nasal passages. Most likely, if you have the nose. Uh, but they're on the bottom of your nose, for the most part. Unless you got like a pig nose or something where they're on the front. But yours are on the bottom. You got that nice little crust where, uh, where they sort of pierce the septum and everything in there. And then you get up to the bridge. And that's where his nose is, apparently. I think he's got both. You think so? I think, because I think they showed the regular well, nostrils, and then, like, uh, 
like yeah, I suppose he's got he has like a nostril. vulva. Yeah, it's very vulvesque. <laughs> <laughs> vulvesque opens and closes in sort of a different way, but <laughs> yeah, it's sideways instead of. Anyway, so uh, his nose splits in two, basically, in the shape of vaginas. and uh, Vaginas. And <laughs> takes a whiff or two. And it's just another moment of, like, yo, like, this is so poorly animated. Like, you should have just understood that that wasn't the scene you should do. Like, mm-hmm. you should have just fucking known, man. Oh, my Come God. On. No, and then the real kicker for this scene is the wings. The s- okay. Go ahead. That's for me. So when he after he screams through the window, yeah. after he s- yeah, he screeches forever. and and mostly breaks the window where it shatters into pieces, but it hasn't actually so, broken out yet. This motherfucker who flipped a trailer, punches through this window, to grab her, but can't get her out right away. It takes him a couple seconds she to had grab her. Seatbelt on. He flipped a fucking trailer. She should bend in half. Yeah. Like there, so. When you're flying, right, like wings, they're pushing everything the way your wings, they're they're cupping, so down, right? Mm -hmm. So he's grabbing her. The truck is flipping the other way as he's... Yeah, yeah, he's rolling it on its side as he's going aggro with his bitch. So his wings are flapping at him, and somehow that's lifting his side of the truck Uh, up in the air to roll it over. But his uh, wings are clearly underneath the truck. And then he finally gets her. It took him way too long to get her out of the car. Which, by the way, in case you forgot already, he punched out the window to do this and was reaching in through the window visually in a scene. Gets her. You don't see him take her into the sky or anything, but you know he's got her. And you see fucking... Burb. Burb. Uh, now essentially laying on the <coughs> ground and they sort of pan out from the truck and just all of a sudden the door's missing. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. He was reaching through the window and somehow now the door is gone. Just, just gone. Cleanly. And no, the, no bending of the frame no, anywhere. He actually, just when, gone. When he, when he reached through the window and he was flapping, he was using a sidearm to unscrew the uh, the hinges. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, He's got the mechanic, extra hand. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, that makes more sense. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it goes, dun, 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 as it pans out towards the sky. <clears throat> then we got, we. that's it. That's for that scene. Then we're at a truck at Graham's. Terrible CG sniffing. Looks like... All right, yeah, yeah. Now we're, now we're back with uh, the darkness. Yeah. They're talking about touching that old hand. They pull up to Gma's <laughs> house. You got it. Her hard B fucker did you bring... Okay. Uh, they roll up on the house. They're shouting for Grandma. Old Merle. Whatever. Gallagher. Galen. Galen. Close. Uh, huh? And uh, she's, she's not responding, but she's... As you quickly learn, right in front of them, on the porch, within shouting distance, very, very certainly of that. Oh. And, uh, yeah, 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 she uh, sort of ignores them. She's just wrapping up her hands, sort of doing some bandaging work. Uh, it's just staying quiet. That's what I wrote. Instead of her heart be fucked, it's her hand be fucked. Oh, that makes more sense, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And uh, Darkness goes, I've been calling you! What's wrong? And uh, she finally gives a little response. And, uh... She goes, he's here. 
Is that what you're here to tell me? If it's not, it's what you're going to be here to tell me or something like that. Did you bring something that can kill it? And, yeah. <coughs> uh, they notice the hand a little bit. And yeah. And she just she goes, tell me one thing. Did you bring something that can kill it? I feel Which like is just like a, how would they know? Like, right. It's been a struggle to kill this thing up to this point. How the fuck would they have any idea? They haven't touched the hand. You've touched the hand. They haven't touched the hand. Right? That, okay. Pin that because I got some stuff to say in a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, that terrible line. And uh, then she goes on to tell her son's story. Yep. Danny, I believe, is his name. Kenny. Kenny. Same thing. Kenny? Kenny. Danny is the well, That's is the what darkness. I just said. Just Kenny. Uh, <laughs> about how the hand fell from the sky and the horses hated it and he touched it and he did the whole thing. He goes to bury it, shoots it like five times or something like that yeah. as he's trying to bury it. The best part is, as she's talking about, he brought the fucking hand to their house. He must have touched that thing. Well, how else would he get it uh, there? What? Else? What? No shit, Sherlock. But and he was hiding something. And he was angry and fearful after touching the hand. Real aggro, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Maybe he thought he killed it. What? I'm, I just want to know. Continue. Keep oh, going. Tell trying me more. To trying to decipher some. Oh, of the I know. Here. That's why. That's why I'm interested. She's. So she shows them the hand, whatever that whole situation. Flashback with Kenny. And he's kind of looking at it, like the jar or whatever. And she goes, be careful. If you touch it, you see how it came to be and what it is. So she knows. She couldn't just clarify this stuff for him since she's already touched it. Everyone else has got to touch it. Yeah, she can't just lay it out. She can't just speak, you know, have a conversation. Because the director and the writers can't write a fucking speech. Well, and obviously her eye vein is actually controlling her entire consciousness. Okay. And her eye vein doesn't want them to know. Okay. It okay. makes more. It makes more sense for the plot. No, no, that is the plot. Always use I think two. That fing- is the plot. What? <laughs> Always use two fingers. I don't know what I wrote that for. Because I, I remember specifically, really there was something they did with well, two. So she, she's got a. She was like, I trapped it in a vase or whatever the fuck, a pot or something like that. She says. And uh, this clay pot's got a hole in the side of it, and the, the sheriff uh, Davis is sort of fucking with it a little bit, and then like only like two or three fingers come out and like startle him or whatever. The fact. Okay, so, that's my guess is that's probably what you're referring yep. to. Um, but yeah, that's more or less it because I think we have a whole cut and we go to some other scene before they come back and actually touch the hand. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Burb cruising in. Uh, so it's his douchebag brother yeah, with yeah, the cowboy douche hat. Bro. He's at his hay thing. That, that's and, his name, by the way, in my notes. Douche bro. Okay. He's uh he's out there stacking hay, and all of a sudden you just hear, the Burb, all stunned, with one door on his fucking yep. old-ass truck. Mm-hmm. He just crashes into this hay. Doesn't yep. break, just crashes, but doesn't hit anything. Fam's a little startled. And he's bloody. He's full-on Somehow, catatonic. Is he bloody? I feel like he has blood on him. I'd have to go back and look. Maybe. I could see them fucking. He looked that a up. lot more disheveled than for. Than he should have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, besides a monster rip, like ripping the gal you're trying to bone, like. Yeah, it's fine. So what? Finally. You got some glass in your hair? Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, get over it. Yeah, he just had his hay store. 
Yeah, so now he arrives, his family's like, oh my god, and then we cut again. Uh, we're back at the Creeper truck this time, JC Mobile. The JC Mobile, you got it. Yes, we are the JC Mobile. And, uh... Fun fact to the... There's police scanners going on. Yep, stops moving. Uh-huh. And, uh, he's, the Creeper himself gets to the uh, the back doors. He grabs a little something-something and uh, just sort of takes off. Flies off. Does it? Does his little... I'm the creeper thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, one of the bodies that's in the truck sits up, sort of, yeah. and says, can you see anything? Can you see anything on the walls? There's like, there's knives and stuff like that. And uh, we know that it's, it's our dear old girl. Addie and Dirt Bike? It's Addie. We don't, we don't really know um, that it's Dirt Bike Douche quite yet, but that's fair. that is who it ends up being, that's is Dirt Bike Douche. That's fair. And, uh... Before she, they make any progress, uh, it's a couple of quick cuts real real quick here. So he goes, hey, notice the things on the wall. And you notice her in her burlap sack, uh, just sort of feeling around with her side of her head, basically, uh, trying to find what's on the walls. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, she didn't touch one of the apparently only two booby traps in this truck. Uh, only two. That's all you need. And one is very enough, poorly that's placed. That's enough to kill everybody. Uh, then we cut again. We're back with uh, the darkness and Davis. Mm-hmm. And they're still arguing, still in an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not going to end. No. In case we didn't mention that earlier. Danny likes to give these bad speeches. Terrible. Just <coughs> Real bad pep talker. Talking about, about touching the hand. Well, this is a war, and it's not going to stop until that thing is dead. And uh, he concludes that uh, if we can figure out how this thing is made, we can also figure out how it's killed. This is where I jumped up a moment ago. Because he says... If this thing gets away again, we're going to be either too damn old or dead the next time it comes around. What if the secret to, of what this thing is is the secret on how to kill it? Again, talk to Grandma. She touched the hand. She would know. <laughs> and clearly she doesn't because she asked you if you brought something to kill it after she touched the That's hand. That's beer number seven, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. You almost drank a fridge pack. Got five more to go. Got some catching up to do is what I just heard. Oh. Uh, and the convoy appears. Yes. Then uh, we got some more. We got Mikey and crew showing up. We got the Gatling gun. <laughs> the hot Hi, dog. Cole. Me- the hot dog melon Avengers. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Fucking nailed it. Got it. Uh, yeah. They just, they just kind of pull up and then we get a cut. Uh, we go back to the creeper truck, and we've got Addie. Uh, she is now free. She has found said knives on said wall. Somehow managed to get her hands free enough that she was able to cut herself free. Uh, and now she's talking to this uh, this mysterious dirt bag fella, dirt dirt bike fella. We find out it's the dirt bike fella, and uh, she she cuts she cuts his bag open. Uh, we see his face, and well, uh, now we find out it's the dirt bike douchebag. So. Hey, it's Kirk. And Kirk's like, hey, it's Addie. And they're like, hey, we're each other. And they're like, hey, let's hug. And then they hug briefly. And he's like, my leg. It hurts. My leg. Like that guy in SpongeBob. I was in adventure once. I took an arrow to the knee. Anytime something goes wrong in Bikini Bottom, you can hear one guy go, my leg. (laughs) Fun fact. Nice. Uh, 
he's Kirk is trying to find a way out, man. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to get the fuck out of this truck. And somehow he's concerned. He, he apparently the creeper has. He's just got the creeper's routine down because he's like sometimes he's back real quick. Some uh, sometimes in a couple hours. I've only been in this truck for 45 minutes, and sometimes he brings more bodies. Now, let me remind you guys, uh, at the beginning of this whole conquest, they had procured said truck already. And at that time, there was five bodies in this truck. His cathedral's been burned. Uh, so the most we know he's got for a hideout slash base station is whatever this warehouse situation that we saw at the end of the first movie is. But she hasn't been back to clearly. Which we have not seen in this movie, exactly. Uh, so as far as we can tell, he has not been back there. Uh, and aside from Addy, Kirk would have been the last body he snatched. So where is he getting all this? Like, how does he... What? Yeah. Explain that. Like, how would you go ahead and lay that one out for me, Mr. Fucking Salva, you piece of shit boy-touching fuck? Was it, I think it was an underage girl. It probably was, but he seems like a homo. It's a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 He did, though. Um, let's see. They, yeah, he's like, let's start looking around. He tells her to not touch the doors because they're booby-trapped, and, uh, you know, it'll cut them up. Which, again, how? Right? How do know that? <clears throat> well, he, he would know that one. The boot trap? Oh, yeah, the yeah, door yeah, one. yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. But he's like, look up there and see what you can see. So she's looking. And apparently has never been in a truck before like this. And she sees there's a chain and a door handle. Um, what if I just pull the chain? And she barely touches this thing. And the creeper has flown away exactly 45 seconds ago. And this horn sounds like a fucking train is fucking another train. <laughs> like, it is loud. Accurate. And it is extended. And he has no clue his truck just went off. Like, you could hear that thing in another state. Most likely. He's like, I guess it's the horn. And uh, Mr. Efron decides to start crawling for her because he can, so he is going to see something that she didn't from standing up and looking over the truck. And as he's reaching forward, you see a glory hole that's built into the side of this here uh, driver's seat. And right as he crosses this threshold, he gets a cattle piston right in his fucking head. Just Not good. Na- nailed him to the wall. And she doesn't even scream. She's just like, <laughs> oh. She's clearly already been through so much shit that a, uh, a piston through the brain, not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. It and, is what it is. Uh, I believe that's the end of that scene. It cuts. I believe you are correct. And now we're back to the convoy with Danny in the hand at Graham's. We're back at the hand, of hand back at the hand of Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, not so easy to say when you're this many beers deep. Uh, taking the hand out of the vase proves to be a little tricky. It was didn't only momentarily. Come. So this is the f- a good part. They as they're trying to dump that pot out, they're like, "Careful, no one touch it." Well, one of the cop or the the. Avengers here that's dumping the pot out has his hand like in the, the hole. Avengers. He's like dumping it like this. There's handles on it. They said, don't touch the thing. And he's got his hand in the hole. It's like, I'm going to try to dump my pop out. Like, don't want to get any on my With hand. my finger in the hole. Yeah. So they do that. And they finally get the hand out. Eventually it falls out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After a delay, it falls out mm-hmm. on uh, back on the table that it was previously on. And uh, Grandma, 
She's been through this. She knows what's up. She's she's uh she's been to the other side. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she's already a, there anyway. Exactly. As a result, three foot three feet in the grave. She uh, she tells everybody to get behind darkness. And uh, as it turns out, they're essentially going to be using him. Uh, somehow she knows this works as a channeling tool. Which turns out kind of interesting now that I think about it again. So, everybody's touching this guy, the darkness. The darkness, of course, proceeds to touch the hand. <laughs> My no- slow, tender fingers. <laughs> it's a slow weaving as the hand grabs him back. It kind of is. It really, it's, it's sensual. It's very sensual, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, right as he's kind of a, getting ready to approach her, or approach the hand, rather, uh, Grandma's just like, Danny, I know where you're going. You're going to come back. You know, whatever, like trying to make him feel good about what's about to happen or whatever that was it is. Such a weird thing, though. <laughs> it like. was a strange line, man. It was <laughs> it, when it plays out, you're just like, this is so out of place. Like, right? there's no need for any of this. But that it is what it is. Um, he touches a hand, and it, is, it is sort of, sort of begins. But we get a cut again. He gets white eyes. It's a little white eye. You got it. But we end up back with Addy. At the JC Mobile. Mm, JC Mobile is getting fucking hot and steamy. We got oh. a Negro dead in the front. Well, mostly dead in the front seat. He's, he's white. He's white. It is what it is. See, I'm not racist. I'm even, I'm even calling white people Negroes. I uh, don't think that really works. It's like saying I have a token black friend. Um, anyway, she's uh, back in <laughs> JC Mobile. Holy shit. And uh, she's just pounding away at things. She's trying to open the door. She's bashing on shit. And uh, next thing you know, the creeper's there. Not oh, he didn't hear any of the pounding. Nope. He, he was oblivious to what was going on inside. But he arrives on the outside, which is probably why. And uh, next thing you know, she covers herself up real nice and tight like in her burlap sack. And uh, the creeper notices that uh, Kirk has now been impaled. Our good dear friend D.B. Cooper is partway in the front half of the cab with a spike through his brain. Uh-huh. Uh, a big one. Doesn't seem happy about it, but he's, uh, he's just going to glaze past it for the most part yeah, and just, just sort of move on. Pulls him back, sniffs yep. him a little, pulls out a knife, cuts something. Yeah, gets a knife, does a, uh, a real vague stabbing, slashing motion. The most dramatic one ever, too. It's above the head. Oh, yeah. You know, you know when you see those old like uh, boxing things, and somebody cocks back an arm, and they start f- waving it in a circle. That's basically Why what he was doing with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Why I ought to? But he's stabbing a dead body, and that's tied up. Yeah. So pretty much, it's not good. And that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut again. Uh, we're back with someone. Stubbs and Danny. Stubbs. Oh, poor Danny. <laughs> that thing's not like us. Yeah. He, he went through the old, the old whipping motion the whoosh, 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 of being lifted in the air, and everybody was like, oh, about it. And uh, so now, now we're through all that. He's, he's experienced the other side. And uh, he's just not the same, man. He's fucking damaged. A little quiet, yeah. Kind of brooding. Mikey's there. It's just like, shit gets, shit gets real, man. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what it's like. You ain't been there. Yeah, you don't have anything. What is it? You don't have... A stake here or something like yeah. that, because the Basically, sheriff wants like, to get my out. My dad was killed. Yeah, and then Mikey's like, "It's my turn." You got it. Uh, meanwhile, so when they're when they're arguing over that, him and the sheriff, because he's like, "It's my turn," and Mikey's holding the shovel, and for some reason, 
Him and the sheriff just sit there and do the hand over fist on this shovel, and they're arguing about it when he could just let go of the shovel and grab the fucking hand. Like, he's like... As if the shovel has anything to do with the vision. Yeah, like, uh, like that's, it's, or that's still holding the fucking... Uh, the hand? The hand. Yeah. It's, that's not what you're fighting over. No, not at all. But they argue for a little while, and uh, Sheriff more or less talks him off the ledge, if you will. Smash! Smash it! And yeah, he, he gets the shovel away from Mikey. Mikey's finally a little calm. Next thing you know, Sheriff's going crazy. Tubbs is going wild. He's, he's just bashing. He ain't even trying to slice. He's just bashing his hand. Which, for as brittle as it is, we find out later, is, uh, it should have shattered. But, uh-huh. you know, it is what it is. He beats the shit out of it. Uh-huh. Does a little, a little of this, a little of that. And uh, next thing you know, we got a report coming through the radio. Uh, we got a flip vehicle in the field. It's not good. It's headed to the nine. You got it. Danny comes out of nowhere, no longer damaged and catatonic. He's uh, he starts barking orders real quick. You do this, you do this. Hey, we're doing this. Ah, do this. Next thing you know, uh, it's fifteen minutes away. You get in front of it, find a road to get you there. We're heading from the south. You got it. Make your daddy proud, Mikey. Make your daddy proud. The point is to stay alive. Another nice corny fucking line about making your daddy proud. Yeah. That's what you... The point is to stay alive. That's what your daddy would want. And then, uh, of course, darkness. Feeling real good all of a sudden. Uh, goes to get in the driver's seat. Guess who's not okay with that? Tubbs. He throws a bit of a fit about it. I'm going to be honest with you. It was, mm-hmm. was kind of bitchy of him. He's just like... One second, you can't fucking talk, and you all fucked up, now you're trying to drive. And it's basically how that conversation goes. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure darkness drives anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, that pans away. And now we're back at uh, the hay store. We are. Buddy, it- with his father. He's calling for, his father's calling for some help. Trying to get a hold of some police officers, some uh, sheriff's department, something. Nothing. Though. Not having a whole lot of luck. You got it. And see, this is where I actually gave him a new name in this one section of my notes. Uh, because all of a sudden, the camera cuts uh, Burb out of the scene. Poor fucking Burb. And you hear some tires squeal, gravel crunch, whatever. It pans back, and I called him Duff in this one. Duff McCagan? drives away. Hey, he from just Guns and Roses? No. Oh. Like Duffman. No, I don't know. He, uh, yeah, he's gone. He's in a truck, and he's gone. Yeah, I mean, one second. I'm eating tortellini with chicken. Deal with it. Um, one second. He's catatonic. His dad's talking to the cops. Well, trying to talk to the cops. Uh, the folks up in Lonsdale. I can't fucking remember the town. Whatever. Like, they ain't responding. Lonsdale. And while he's talking to this, uh, this guy, this gal, this uh, omnipotent being on the phone. Uh, all of a sudden, Cat Tonic Boy starts talking. He's like, I, I fucking let her down. I just, I just let her go. It came and attacked. It did this. It did that. I just let her go. I just let it take him. I let, let him take her. And uh, you can tell this is bothering the kid, you know? I mean, he obviously showed up catatonic for a reason. It's not just because of the things he saw. It's because of the things he did. Or well, didn't do, as it yes. turns out in this scenario. And it's bothering him. It's eating up inside. His, uh, his dad goes to him briefly. This isn't your fault. Blah, blah, blah. Gives him the, the sort of typical speech. The, the old pep talk. And uh, quickly blows off his son, basically, and goes back to the phone. It was just like, yeah, so this thing was happening. And uh, while he's doing this thing was happening, uh, that's when Josh's little portion of uh, gravel and grinding and vehicles and burr, 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 And happens. Duff driving away. Good old Duff driving off, getting pissed. He's also known as Burb. Trying to do his own thing. Duffy Burb. Not so good. Mm-hmm. 
So he's pissed. He's peeling off. He's doing his own business. Uh, Dad's left alone. That's the last we see a father. Yep. And now it's a cut to... Yet again. The Convoy. We are back with Sheriff Dave... Oh, Sergeant Davis. We haven't used his real name since, like, the 45-minute mark. I think his name is Tubbs. <laughs> it's probably Tubbs. Or su- Stubbs. Uh, Stug- Suggs? Stubb-tub. Suggs? No, Suggs is Gus. Suggs is Gus. You're right. Davis is uh, staring at Danny. Uh, Danny's still mostly retarded and uh, doesn't really know how to deal with the situation. Uh, the whole hand-holding thing has really got him fucked up. Mm-hmm. He, he had a, a, a brief moment of uh, wherewithal to get everything organized and get back in the truck and decide to be the driver, but he's still a little off, man. He's still a little off. It's true. And as they're driving, they Cruising. see just in front of them, they're coming up on the creeper. You got it. Quickly. You got it. As they're cruising up, Tubbs leans out because he's a marksman. He's a sniper. Oh, we got another gray line here. He's leaning out. Pre that. Oh. Unleash it. Oh, man. Some good shit. Good old, uh, good old darkness just goes, be straight with me. Can you still... Or, or, no, no, sorry. I got this backwards. Uh, the other guy goes, be straight with me. Can we kill this thing? And uh, the other guy's, you still a sharpshooter? Oh, yeah. And it basically instructs him to shoot out a tire with this shitty twenty two rifle he's shooting. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this uh, tiny little fucking thing. <laughs> and they're driving. He's leaning out the fucking passenger window. He takes a couple shots at the tire. Shot one. Bink. Bing. Shot two. Bing. Bing. Shot three. Bing. Weirdly enough, it's still ricocheted. Yeah. He, his tires are bulletproof. The fuck, man? Turns out the truck actually just doesn't take damage. Yep. Shortly yeah. after that shirt, third uh, entirely failed shot. One of those we bullet- get perhaps one of the most perplexing things that happens with the truck the entire time. The most out of nowhere, like, what moment that happens with the entire sentient truck throughout this movie. The truck shits an armadillo with blades on both sides that comes cruising back at their truck, drives right underneath Stubbs and Sarge Sarge Darkness guy's truck, and turns around, comes back at him, misses him, and fucking explodes. Yep. Hauling ass. It doesn't does quite miss. Actually, uh, uh, Tubbs leans out the passenger's window after it turns around and shoots it, and it That's blows right. up behind him. And it does absolutely no damage to the road. Nothing. It's all up. It's all up. Yep. Yep. And, this, like, seriously, this thing, it's a fucking basketball with knives on two sides of it, and Pretty it's much. just rolling. Uh, uh, yeah. It's not good. It, like, Why? It, it just out of nowhere, this fucking bomb. A whole, sentient yeah. bomb drops from underneath this truck, rolls all over the... Going 70-plus miles an hour, I presume, to keep up with this fucking truck, now, this pair of trucks. the real question is, since it's homing, like it seems to have some ho- sort of yeah. homing capabilities, if this is in the Creeper's arsenal, why isn't he just using that? Uh, yeah, how have we never seen this until now? Because it's fucking stupid. Because they needed some shit to add in. Why not? They didn't. They didn't. They really didn't. They could have taken a lot out of this The hamster's movie. right. We had no need for this. Not a, we didn't not a drop. Not a drop. And uh, now, after all this shit happens, you see another truck coming from coming towards them and the Creeper Mobile. And you realize, oh, 
This is me, my, Michael. Michael. Michael and his Gatlin gun. You got it. And they realize, though, that this truck is bulletproof. So Danny's on the radio. Don't fire on that fucking truck. What's that old southern cooking bitch's name? Paula Dean. Yeah, her husband. Michael. You got to put a lot of butter on there. Got to put a lot of butter on Michael. I love it. Yeah. So he's like, don't fire on that truck, blah, blah, blah. You know, on the radio trying to get a hold of them. They're not listening because they're in military mode right now. And yeah. they're... They're out for blood. Yeah. Well, they get it. Well, they lose theirs. They come right at this truck, and they just... Oh, yeah. They just unload. Like, they said, was it 6,000 rounds a minute or 1,000 rounds yeah, a minute? Something, something insane. Insane. Something stupid. And they so they, they pass right by this thing, just railing it with bullets. And Try now him. one is damaging it. It. In case perfect, you forgot, the truck's bulletproof. Perfect ricochet, though. It doesn't go any other direction besides directly back at them. All 6,000 rounds. Came Just right back of their vehicle. Ripped them apart, but somehow the gun got unscathed. Yeah, the gun that, was fine. That's the only thing out of everything on that truck. Everything else was Swiss cheese. It's made of metal. It's bulletproof. It's fine. And uh, all these bullets ricochet. Meanwhile, like before I even start sh- shooting the gun, Danny is just trying to warn him. He's like, "The motherfucker is bulletproof," and like very blatantly, Mike is just like, "Eh, I don't give a fuck." Doing my own thing. Meanwhile, the driver, dead. Mikey, dead. Truck, ditch, dead. For all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Not good, man. You're, you're really fucked up. Once, once again, another set of folks that ignored the radio too fucking long, and now they're dead. Uh-huh. Dumb bitches. Huh. Even in a retarded movie, y'all are refu- even more retarded than the writer. Now, this is the one part that I don't have the notes on. I kind of spaced out because I was stoned. Um, how did Stubbs and... The darkness, their truck end up in the field. So, I wasn't a hundred percent one way or the other as to if the Gatling gun truck was blown up by another sentient bomb, but for sure, the darknesses and Sergeant's tubs were blown up by one of those sentient bombs. He let a, he let a second or third one out, depending on how it actually plays out in the movie. I can't exactly remember, but I know their their vehicle gets blown up. Okay, it gets an explosion from underneath and does the whole like barrel roll thing through oh, the yeah, fucking... Oh, yeah, the car wheel. The vehicles and things the on barrel with wheels, roll, car exactly. wheeling. Exactly. It ends up like 80 yards into a field somehow. But, yeah, because so after all that, everyone dies and they're... Not everyone, but people in the, the Gatlin gun truck, they die. Yeah, toast. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're obliterated. And uh, it shows Danny... It pans over to Danny and... Or cuts to Danny and Stubbs in the field. And uh, they see the gun and they see the creeper standing in the field. Danny's out cold. Davis is the only one up at this point. Wake up! Yeah, yeah. Wake. He's trying to get Danny awake. They, he gets him awake as the creeper is. <laughs> yeah. Only, the- only as fucking Tubbs is like breaking out the fucking window and like gets out. Get finally the door just opens up. Like he gets out of the car and that's when Danny's like, "Oh wait, what's going on?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, I had to take a little cat now. Yeah. Suddenly they both notice. Yeah, the the, the creepers in the field approaching. And. uh... They see the Gatlin gun, so he's like, uh, Danny says the bus tubs, bus tubs, you know, boss that guy, yeah, boss that guy. hogs, uh, cover me. So he lays down, so Sarge lays down in the field, tubs, lays down in the field. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. I don't know why he had Not to Not a lay. good weapon for covering anything. No, 
Except for close range. So he's laying out there, getting ready to, if he needs to, as Danny is making a beeline through this field of knee-high grass to this Gatlin gun. Very secretive. So, needless Very to say, sneaky. he gets over there, and the creeper's well aware of what's going on. You know, they say, m- middle afternoon, all you can see are black people is their teeth. <laughs> Boy, that was a stretch. <laughs> oh. Oh. It, was, it was worth the joke. It I was mean, worth the joke. I'm I all right with like it. I feel like that's not the right joke. It was that, okay. It was okay with it. Ken it still went. loves me. It's okay. okay. Uh, who? What? Kenny Loggins? No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep, you got it. That's okay. the one. <laughs> All right. Highway. No, that's not even the song. Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. It's not good. Shotgun. Bad covering weapon. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Tubbs has... You know what? We're finally here. We're near the end. We need to touch on the hair. Because we haven't gotten to the hair yet. We, we mentioned it early. We alluded to it early, I should say. And now it's finally time that we fucking get to this. This fucking shithead's hair is out of control. It's no no. The thing is, it's too under control. That You're it's right. Out of control. <laughs> You're right. He's You're got right. a fucking like what his hair looked like in the first movie as like a glued on wig. Yeah. Like it stands out perfectly straight. The color is too true. Yeah, too dark and true. Like, it is absurd. Meanwhile, like he's still got like the balding patch on the back of his head, but dead. But and, like, and he's got hairline. a very nice faux hawk right in oh, the yeah. normal hairline area. Classic uh, old school police officer though, where you see it's it's the half inch tall and it's straight up. You see it. You, you most of you who've probably either listen to this or are listening to this. Uh, Even if you've se- never, you're seen, never listening. You've probably seen the first or second season of The Office. And we all remember from the first and second seasons of The Office that Michael's hair was a goddamn mess. There was just when they were starting to put plugs into Michael's hair, or I guess more appropriately, the actual guy's name. Can't remember it all Steve of a sudden. Carell. Steve Carell, thank you. Uh, Steve Carell was getting hair plugs at that time, most likely in his regular life, and they just weren't looking that good. Like, it was fucking brutal. And then you take that and multiply that easily times 50, if, if not 100, and that's this asshole. But like, the thing it's is, so bad. Now, if you're comparing it to The Office, in the first one, like the first season, Steve Carell's hair was greased back, which showed that he was balding a lot more than I'm guessing he, he actually was. Yeah, yeah, probably. That was a bad hairstyle for him. This guy, it's the opposite. There's no grease, no shine. It's just flat brown, little fuck. It looks like someone took some Berber carpet, shocked it up a little bit, and just smacked it right on his head. It's spray on hair. Like, it's straight out of an aerosol can. Like, this is the most atrocious excuse for hair I've ever seen. It's terrible. It's terrible. I think the bald spot makes it that much worse. Like, if he didn't have the back of the head monk bald spot, like, it, it might look a little natural, but, like, it's like, you didn't even cover the whole thing. Like, you you covered most of it, but, like, you still showed a lot of shots from the back, and that's not helping at all. It already looks pretty bad from the front, but then you see the back, and you're like, oh, this nigga's bald as fuck. Uh, they didn't sell this very good. I, no. I can't agree with this. The next thing you know, you're taken out of the character even more than you already were, and you hate everything about everything. 
It's, God damn it. <sighs> you need to see this guy's hair is the point. Anyway. Watch the movie. Don't watch it. I don't care. Yeah, whatever um, you do. I don't. But yeah, so Stubbs is covering with his bad hair and a shotgun in the you field. You got it. Danny gets that Gatlin gun, and the creeper, he gets the creeper's attention without making sure, as he made wanted Michael to do, that gun tested. He just assumed it was working. Irony. So he's there, fighting in this field, and he gets the creeper's attention, and the creeper starts looking at him, makes his way over towards him, starts picking up speed a little bit, lifting his axe Just up. Just a little bit, okay? Running. And, oh, the gun's jammed. Can't get oh, it, God. can't get it, can't he, get it. He can't rotate it to aim it. He can't cock it. He's got nothing, nothing which I don't know why you got to cock a minigun. But. Just... It was, should have been cocked anyway, just yeah. loading, feeding the belt in. Yeah. But, yeah, he couldn't get it. Nothing, and then he finally gets it, though, right as the creeper is there, and he starts jumping into the yeah. air. And, yeah, he just peppers them with bullets. Mm. There you can, that was kind of, it was a cooler shot. The wings still looked like shit. Yeah. But it was a cooler shot because you One see the One of the, the creeper, only decent shots in the movie. The sun's in the background, and the uh, creeper's jumping with his axe and wings, and you see the bullets the fire from the gun and the uh, blood splatter coming out the back, you know, shooting for like five, six feet behind him. That was pretty cool. Well, all of a sudden, it's just, he's at the gun. Everyone's down. Tubbs kind of looks up. He's kind of looking over there, not seeing anything. The gun's not really visible. He's, Danny! He's looking, looking. And all of a sudden, the creeper stands up. All of a sudden, the, the fucking Gatling gun it wasn't even enough. Nope. Creeper stands up, takes a few steps, gives it the old fucking Thor and Molnir treatment of just like shoves out his hand and his fucking battle axe raises Danny's dead fucking body with the axe centered in his fucking skull from the ground. Gets the fucking axe out of his head into his hand. The body drops and the fucking scene. It stubs run Probably away. the only badass thing they did in the entire fucking movie. He leaves Stubbs alone. Stubbs just takes off running into the woods, and that's the last you see of him. That's the end of Stubbs. That's it. So it's a good thing we covered the hair. Yeah, we needed to hit the hair, for sure. All right. Cut to later in the evening. Oh, and we got yeah. Galen sitting on her farm in her barn. Sees some headlights roll through the barn door, and she... One little scene before that where oh. she's out by the tree. And she's just out there with a fucking mallet or something like that. Oh. Like a little three-pound mallet using both hands, doing the full <sighs> sledgehammer. Like, start with one hand up by the fucking actual hammer and then slide it down to the other yeah. hand. Like, it was, it was fucking absurd because it's only like an 18-inch handle. Yeah, like it's, it's a normal fucking hammer, yeah, but it, with a bigger head. Yeah. And she's hammering something into the ground. You don't really get to see what it's dark, whatever. And then, yes, she's, uh, she's now in the barn. Uh, just sort of sitting in a chair in the darkness with the doors cracked on the barn a little bit, just peeking out. And her son tries to uh, get in there and get one last little word of wisdom and try to stop her from doing whatever, whatever it is she's got planned that she wants to do. Uh, and uh, she's basically like, fuck off. Right? Like, I'm trying to do me. You ain't going to stop me. Fuck off. And, uh, yeah, the headlights appear in the doorway. They start to roll up. And... She has cocks her gun. Oh, and uh, the ghost of her son, Kenny, also just now informs her that uh, the creeper has Addie. She was unaware of this up to this point. Oh, because, yeah, uh, yeah, cause that, yeah, then Burb rolls up. Oh, it is Burb. And I'm going to tell you that in a second here. I'm alluding yes. to it. I'm fucking this yes. up. 
cars roll up. She goes up to the barn door, and as slow as fucking possible, she whips open these barn doors. She only needed to open one to shoot whoever was ever at the truck. She had to open both of them to stand there for dramatic purposes. Yeah. Aggressively, like, Dog the Bounty Hunter style tries to, like, one-footed kick the doors open, fails the first time, has to try a second time. Like, it's, it's real fucking haphazard. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's bad, okay? She it's walks bad, out okay. there, sees it's Burb. Hey, it's Burb! And, uh, yeah, it's like, it got Eddie, and you can just see it on her face. Cut. That's it. That's it for that. Uh-huh. Guess, oh, so it's got Addie. Where is she? Oh, now we pan to Addie. Cut we to back Addie. with Addie. You got it. Take it away. So when we cut back, uh, the creeper is just once again arriving back at the van. And uh, she once more pulls the burlap sack over her as if to uh, easily fool this creeper. However, this time he is not fooled. He, he knows. He knows what's up. He knows she's got this fucking shit all figured out. And he, she's kind of doing her own thing. Man, I got a fucking pee, and I'm really trying to hold it to the end here. Holy shit. Uh, does the whole thing um, and stuff. If, uh, if so you no, want he, So he pulls the sack off and uh, gives her, gives her a, a nice good whiff and grabs a knife. And uh, she, uh, she struggles. She, she's, she's smart. I'll give her that. Gives it a little bit of a struggle. Like He also just kind of like lets her go after sniffing her, and she like kind of gets to worm around or whatever. And, like, as he's grabbing the knife, she sort of squiggles her way up to the front seat, like, keeping a real flat back the entire time. And right as he, like, mounts right over the top of her to give her a good stab, turns out his face is right where... Uh, the glory hole is. And it got it, right where D.B. Cooper's face was. And it fucking goes right through his noggin. Uh-huh. Which, so, now, the creeper, the truck attacks the creeper, though that booby trap just goes off whenever. So it is sensors. It's not sentient. Like, I don't know. You know? Like, yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why would the truck... Like, because it never got him when he's going through the door. Right, so why exactly. is this what? Like, Suddenly this trap's like, ah, I guess. Well, we'll all fuck up our armor. plot armor. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's, it's pretty brutal. His eye is bunking out. His yeah. right eye is... Sort of pops out. Uh-huh. He's screaming. <coughs> and he makes some weirder noises that I've never heard him make before. <coughs> that. Hey, hey, and she gets out of the truck, makes the jump, and only loses a shoe before the doors, the spikes, snagger. But she makes it through. No limbs yes. lost. The creeper starts following her. He's kind of fucked up a little bit because he yeah, just got a rock. gun wrecked him. That, and it wasn't I mean, good. The stake through the head. Stake through the head doesn't kinda help. Kind affect of his vi- affected his vision because his eye is gone. And, uh, yeah, like you saw in uh, the second one. He kind of tries to do one of those half flies at her, and only one wing opens up, and he can barely walk. And she's running. Not fast. There's no hustle in that. She is, she is gently jogging yeah. away. Yeah. Classic just, scream queen run. Oh, it's terrible. Barely trying. So he pulls out one of his fucking throwing stars. Misses. With. Fucking According whiff. to my notes, saved by the stone. Because she trips right as the thing's yeah. about to hit it her. Right she trips There's up. like two or three of them, actually, that I think he throws at once that all go past her. Yeah. She fucking trips on a stone. <laughs> she down. Yeah. But she gets right back up. She okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Keeps on running. Next uh, next weapon of choice, he brings back the old javelin. This is this one was kind of, this was kind of funny. This is a small little... I laughed at that a little bit. When he's trying to aim his javelin with his eye missing, he's... 
Yeah, yeah. It was. It didn't belong. Him, in the him movie. and Han, either way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gives a good launch, fucking hauls ass, and it just barely misses. Takes her jean jacket right off her fucking back, but so, uh, she's still left with the tank top. She's still doing all right. He's he's in all the other movies when he's thrown something, he hasn't missed. This movie, he has missed like five times. Second movie, he hits a bus going fifty-five down the highway. Like his hits a tire spot on, no problem. He hits a dude's fucking hand and nails into a tree. Spot with on, with a no dagger. Problem. Uh, manages to, manages to lift two dudes at like six feet off the ground uh, via one pike. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I have to pee. I can't. Okay. I had to. I have to. Okay. I'm not going to be scared that I lost everything this time, though. I'm relieved. Oh, good. Yeah. I was yeah. worried. Feeling way better. Okay. Definitely way better. Back in it so we can finish well, this up here? I suppose. Okay. I suppose. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. So our good old fuck boy has arrived. He, uh, Whoop. Go ahead. Jeepers Creepers, run faster, bitch. The spear only gets her jacket. He goes to throw another throwing star, and this one sinks in a fence post. No, 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 no. He's going to throw a star as he's chasing her, and he gets hit by a fucking truck. He gets hit by a semi. Because somehow he makes it onto the yeah, road, yeah, didn't yeah. see the semi, and gets hit by a fucking semi. Yeah. After he takes off her jacket, we're still in hot pursuit. He's just, yeah, like you said, just about to fucking give her one more. She gets railed. Just, uh. And uh, the truck driver gets out, kind of looks around, doesn't see anything, and uh, gets on the phone. I believe he gets on a phone or yeah, yeah, he, he starts trying to call the uh, the sheriff's office, police department, whatever the fuck it is, and uh, it's ringing, it's ringing, no answer. You get to hear a little bit of it, and it's just like kind of going through the uh, the rigmarole, sort of speak, of calling the police. Ah, you've called such and such a county. If this is an emergency, do such and such. If this is such and such, and blah blah. blah. And as he's dealing with all that bullshit, woof. I don't know why. Go, he go, he go, he, he go. go. He Rip go, driver. Rip. Then it cuts to the creeper arriving at a very specific farm. Yeah, very specific. And this is arguably, not even arguably, it's without no question, this is the dumbest part of the fucking movie. The absolute dumbest. He goes to retrieve his old hand, which he's now, I don't, he has one. He has multiple. He has plenty of hands. And he goes a Reaches into the dirt, and as he's looking down, you see a cardboard note. A metal stake in the hand. Yeah, in his hand. So that's what Graham was nailing to this unnecessarily hard. Yep. And all that it says is, we know what you are. And then he just breaks down. The creeper... Looks, his head's looking up to the sky. He falls to his knees, and he fucking screams forever. And birds die. And yeah, and suddenly this crow's falling from the sky as if crows fall, fly around at like midnight. 9.30 yeah. midnight. They whatever don't. it is. <laughs> yeah. So he's just, yeah. <clears throat> That's, yeah. He squeezes the hand. It turns to fucking dust. And he's upset. Crow holocaust happens. Yeah. And uh, we cut kind of again uh, to Addie being on the road. Oh, God. Yeah. 
So she's thinking the guy's still out there after her. Yeah. She's walking down the road, and all of a sudden, when she's like, it's 50 feet behind her, she sees these headlights. That's when she decides to walk over into the grass to hide. But, like, she's very lackadaisically, like, just cruising along the highway, like, ah, this whole thing just happened. I'm looking for a ride. Can you pick me up? Like, and then all of a sudden, this, this truck's coming up, and, yeah, she's, like, panics and whatever. It's just like, this is very, okay, well, whatever. fun fact, it was Burb. It was yeah, Burb driving she hides the in the tall grass. Burb sees her hiding the tall grass, which is, like, well, Burb see, saw, then the creeper would have seen you for sure. Like, right. Like, you dumb bitch. But uh, yeah, he pops out. They they have a warm embrace in the uh, in the grass. It's a nice moment. And then that speech that started at the very beginning, kind of same voice picking up. And it's it turns just, out it's not just Bud. Uh, it's also Grandma. Oh okay. Yeah, Grandma also. They're having a sort of trio hug on okay. the street. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, so yeah, the voice comes over to narrate the twenty third spring, twenty three days. That's what we know. Uh, what it leaves in its wake, the missing... Which, again, like, every 23rd year for 23 days of feeds, that's what we know. Like, as if that's the only death. It's like, bitch, didn't, that, didn't she touch the hand and find out how it was created and all this? Like, what do you mean that's all you know? Right? Like, because well, in this, she's implying that we're 23 years past this almost. We're coming up to the next fucking feeding section. Right, yeah. So, yeah, because Trish you mean, is you alluding know. to this. So she never got a hold of the people that touched this, like the gram. She's never contacted any of them. Right. But she, but she knows all about well, this. She knows. Yeah. Well, that it feeds every 23 years for 23 days. So that's, that's why I think that first speech, this speech, it's it's all one, and they just decided to break it up. Yeah. Because it's like, that's what we know. Yeah, it comes back around. What Look it leaves us. in its wake, the missing fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters. Dads. Son, da- oh, daughters and sons. The creature reshapes our mind, changes the course of our lives. And then it goes to Addie at her farm (laughs) with her horse. Burb rolls up. I just wanted to say goodbye. Yeah. What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be on the bus or whatever? And he's like, oh, they're going to pick me up from here. It's on the way. They don't mind. Yeah. Which is like, okay, what's that all mean? Uh, and they're sort of having their moment. Like, uh, she looks like shit, which is like, she looks way more fucked up than she should. Like, she's not the one that ever really got beat on. Meanwhile, like, she's got an arm and a sling, and her face is all fucked up. And uh, she just looks way more beaten than she should relative to what actually happened to her based on camera. Uh, but they're having their moment. They, they have, like, a quick kiss, uh, a little kiss here, a little kiss there, a little make-out sesh, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. And all of a sudden, whoever is there to pick him up is there to pick him up. And uh, so they're starting to head towards the front yard. And he, ma- he makes mention, uh, or she, she mentions, I'm surprised they're still letting you go. And he goes, yeah, we're going, if we're going to state, there's no way they're going to leave me behind or whatever it is. Like, it's been however long since we've been to state. They got to bring me or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, stayed, okay. And then, like, they're getting closer to the bus, and he, like, reaches in, and he gets his, he's got his lettered jacket out of his fucking truck now. Take and, care of my truck for me. And that's that moment that you're like, oh, okay. And that's when you see that they were doing their best to tie in this as being between the first and second movies. And he essentially climbs on the bus, and they have their, like, longing stare at one another, and we get one more quick narration event. 
We here, 23 years, bush honks. Nasty tip of homed will not feel. Wow. I can't. Go ahead and try to read that. I'm not even. That's, Give it a that says trash, not even Trish. That's the first thing I see. Just go ahead and read that page. All right. The whole thing? Yeah, read the whole thing. All right. Uh, we here, 23 years. Uh, bush aunts. Uh, <laughs> boy, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> Nasty tip of Hormel. We will not fall. Foul. Because there's only one L. Uh, trash. This Tim, it coins. I will. <laughs> Des- uh, probably destroy uh, the tiny that killed my brother. The- oh, the thing. The thing that killed my brother. Uh, so, C- Coney? Is this a Coney ad? No. 2000 and... Okay. Uh, so, Co- oh, so Kong. So, Kong, I'll get me you sob. Boy, I... <laughs> I did my best, honestly. <laughs> that like, was pretty good. I seriously don't think any of you would have done better. <laughs> As you were reading that, I realized I'm fucking Charlie, man. Literacy, <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, okay, I figured it out, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead, feel free. Oh, okay. Uh, something, something. We will not fail. Trish. And she's narrating now. This time, when it, uh, when it comes, I will destroy the thing that killed my brother. So come and get me, you SOB. Son of a bitch. Because she's well, a businesswoman now. come and get me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's the last line I have written down, too. So that makes more sense. Honestly, I'm probably just going to give you five bucks to read this whole, all of my <laughs> notes on, on the recording. <laughs> That would take probably almost the full three hours it took us to record this whole fucking thing. <laughs> shit. So this movie, utter trash. Yeah. <laughs> it wanted it's a goddamn to be, shit show, top to bottom. It could have been a great horror movie. It could have been a good camp movie if that's our campy horror movie, whatever you want to call it. But it was neither. And, and listen, they've got a chance. Uh, likelihood is, this is the last time we ever hear of Victor Salva and the Jeepers Creepers series. So... They set this one up, as you just heard, as a come-and-get-me-motherfucker type scenario, as in we're 23 years later from these last three movies. Now what can happen next? What's, what's the next trilogy uh, so, is the question. So, I guess for me, if they're going to do another Jeepers Creepers, let it be like they did with the newest Halloween movie. Just scrap the rest of them, go off of the first one, and just make your new shit and keep it consistent because not a goddamn thing makes sense. Ugh. All right. Oh, you trying to remember? I don't our scoring remember system? all the. I don't remember all the categories. So okay. I'm trying to trying to pull out the scoring system I got. Plot casting and score is being relevant. Continuity. Continuity. Cinematography. And cinematography. And then we had bonus points of oops, which doesn't count. None of these points work anyway. Yeah, Plot. This, this whole thing is terrible. One. So. So, all right, so let's break down this plot again, just, just to be clear, right? So the idea 
the plot is that we have just wrapped up with the first movie. He is still mid-feed, and he's just trying to get get body parts, right? That, I mean, that's essentially the plot, and they're and the police force is trying to stop them from doing so. They, boy, they didn't set it up yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't that set it up well. Re- it didn't play out well. <laughs> that moment of revelation. <laughs> you're you're fishing. You're searching I'm for something. I was looking for some nugget. And <laughs> there's nothing, man. Like hoping for gold. And you're just like, ah. Uh, I was like, well, they came from a good spot. No, they really didn't, <laughs> they man. They didn't. <laughs> they fucking didn't. I'm giving it a one. Out of five? Fuck. I, I mean, yeah. I feel obligated to give it a one as well. All right, so casting, um, I'll give it a two. And the only reason I'm giving it a two is because they, at a bare motherfucking minimum, went to the extent of getting Freckleface and the original chick that played fucking Trish. They at least had two callback characters. Was Freckleface actually in two? I feel, I've, I'm pretty sure he was in two. I want to say he was. I'm but pretty I don't confident know. that guy that played that character was in two. I'm pretty confident of that. I did not do the look into it, but. I didn't either. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I'll give him at least a two if, if we really want to break it down just for having Well, I mean, the Creeper there. was still played by the same actor, too. Also true. The Creeper was, although poorly uh, directed, uh, yes. So I'll mm-hmm. give that a two. Mm-hmm. I'll give that a fucking two. Score-wise, as we discussed, it's probably the only thing they did right in this I'd whole thing. I'd say a four. I'll give that. I see, and I three even and a half. three, so I'm going to go with three slash four. Okay, let's meet in the middle, three and a half. All right, I like it. 3.5 on the uh, on the score section. Uh, continuity, as we discussed. Negative time three. And time and time again. I'm, that's a negative. I mean, yeah. It's, Can you give them a zero? Like, that I'm, seems I'm, like Seriously, I'm giving them a negative one. That seems like the way to go. And the only difficult one out of the whole thing is cinematography. Because, like, at a few points, there was some they good got shots. it right. Yeah, there was a couple of good shots. There was, like I said in the beginning, there was decent lighting. Um, it was really the CGI that ruined a lot of the shots. And right? then some of them were just unnecessary. Decent backgrounds. It was hard to conclude that it was Florida, I guess, is probably the biggest backdrop of the cinematography. But, uh,. I guess that's not really a pertinent part of the story either. No. I mean, based off the flimsiness of the plot that we kind of came up with, uh, it being in Florida probably isn't <laughs> the salient point of what's <laughs> happening. So, <laughs> Cinematography. I could probably give it a, a three. I'd give it a three. Yeah. Nothing so, real crazy. All right. So and uh, was three, three and a half, so six and a half. So uh, we ended up with nine and a half points. That is the lowest scoring movie we've ever done. By a good stretch. By a lot. Yeah, yeah. Out of a possible 20 points, you scored less than half. That's rough. I mean, we're pretty light judges. Like, most we of the time. We accept some pretty shit movies as great. At the end of the day, I'll give some decent ratings for something I talk a lot of shit about. This? Nah. I saw so the first this time can't. I watched this movie after like, it just popping up on Netflix, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like, oh, nah, click. I'm just not going to finish that. It's and I've watched it five times since. Yeah, it's it's a brutal fucking watch. Like again, like we like we talked about in the very beginning. You open up with bad CGI, and you know right away. Like this is going to be a long hour and a half. Like th- depending on how you're at least approaching it, if you're expecting, yeah, this could be a good horror movie. It's going to be a long hour and a half. 
if you go into it at least having heard this ahead of time, you'll at least know it's a fucking joke, top to bottom. And if you're doing your job well, you're playing some sort of drinking game and at least trying to have a good time while watching this. Because it's really not worth watching otherwise. It's not. It's bad. It's it really not. It's just too... Uh, you uh. could drink for corny lines. You could drink for bad CGI. You could drink for unnecessary callbacks. Uh-huh. You'd be hammered. So fast, just on those three. Right? <laughs> okay, biggest gripe of this whole thing is money, as many times as people are in a fucking vehicle, now one time when the creeper's coming up behind him, do you hear the radio change? Hmm. You even heard it in the first, uh, the second yeah, yeah. one on the yeah. bus. Now one time did they didn't even touch on that. Creepers. The closest they got was making that cor- and we didn't even touch on this earlier, is when uh, the other guy of the dirt bike gang... Uh, they're, they're, like, making their approach, and they just say, he says, Jeepers, Jeepers creepers, after, like, just some like, description. They're like, really, dude? Like, it was, like, a weird, like, fourth wall breaking yeah. moment that they tried to have in the movie that, again, was awful, corny, and fit none, because it was the only time they tried to do it. God damn it. And that's the only reference they had to that. Mm-hmm. The closest they got. Yeah. Good point. Was... I hadn't thought of that at all. And they showed it in the first two I, in this one, there was actually like you don't actually get to see like you don't see him eating any parts. Like in the first one, you see him take that police officer's mm-hmm. head, pick it up, and rip the tongue out with his teeth. Yep. Eat that. And in the second one, you see him. Oh fuck! What he eats? I, I can't remember exactly what he eats, but I know he eats something there. Uh, it's. It's it, it's during that one that his head gets ripped in half, isn't it? So. He eats part of someone's head. I think so. Yeah. He gets the fucking javelin because it's a track and field team or something like that. He gets a javelin through the fucking head and like rips a, a quarter of his skull off. And then eventually. Oh, yeah. That they gets stab back. him in the. Yeah. Eventually that gets sort of re, re, uh, reintroduced into his body. Groon. Either way, man, like at the end of the day, this was a fucking terrible movie. And for us to have been as excited as we were for the last decade plus for this movie or whatever the fuck it was, it just sucks that this is what it came down to, man. It was let down. I wanted this to be a good, good original story because it's got a really cool villain, really cool possibilities. And it was ripped apart. Actual Garbo. (laughs) Fucking trash. That said, though. Is the inaugural episode back. The return. It was a solid fucking movie. And it was a must. It was. It, it was had a to fucking be done. Must. It's something we talked about too much to have not been the movie to return with. It's just like, as unfortunate as it is, there's probably going to have to be some 8 millimeters coming up about the Conjuring spin I figured, yeah. We're going to have to do the nun and shit like oh that. Oh, my God. And Annabelle. And Annabelle returns. And Annabelle's left shoe. And Annabelle's just a stupid <laughs> fucking doll. Oh, my God. There's so many movies. And they're all fucking trash. Fuck you, James Wan. You started out great. You fucked it all up. You really did. You really shit her down the hall. Annabelle 4. The time that the door. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't do anything. It was just the time at the door. The time at the door. It was just Annabelle just being a dumbass doll, not doing a goddamn thing, sitting there like she does in every movie because it's a fucking doll. I think one of my uh, other least favorites that I've seen in recent memory would have to be uh, the last key or the hidden key or whatever it is. 
oh, fucking true. They took Elise's dude. character and they so shit bad. on it. So some of bad. the there were some cool spots in there, but guess what? Again, in these movies, now they're adding so many fucking other monsters. Stuff. Let it just be the key keeper in it that one. It doesn't help that they're trying to make it like a fucking Marvel universe. Like, look, you're just a standalone movie. Quit trying to make a universe out of a standalone story, man. Like, these, the Marvel universe works because it, in this, I mean, Endgame was 22 stories coming together to tell one. Like, that's why that worked. It took them 10 plus years to tell a massive story. You're basically just rehashing the same story over and over and pretending it's a universe. And there are no good horror movies coming out at all. At least not major cinematic releases. For a lo- it's really sad. You know one that I think we should do that wasn't even a bad movie? The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I recommended that one. I fucking love that movie. I think that's fantastic. I, I think that'd be a good one it's to original. Do. It's creepy. Some of the stuff you saw coming, but guess what? It was brutal and it was fucking awesome sort of loses me at the end a little bit gets a little like okay he didn't wrap it up the greatest but i, I liked it though like there's Overall, more, it was a good movie there's some more no stuff doubt. that i would have liked to explain yeah. but you know what i was okay with it it's open-ended and there's no plans for a sequel and i hope it fucking stays that way <laughs> but for now we'll probably have to segue into uh, the conjuring world once again oh my god no i gotta watch a good movie before that <laughs> So, well, who knows? Between now and then, uh, it too might even come out. It chapter two. I'm on the fence about that one, but I will see it. I'll see it either way. Yeah, yeah we, we we did the original. We did part one. We got we got followed up. I'm I'm down. Tradition. Right on. But at the end of the day, that's the end of this one, and uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, I think next time we'll feature more alcohol, so it, it'll be even more of a shit show. I'm sure. Fuck you, Jared. Ha ha, you piece of shit, since we know you're listening, you piece of shit, you piece of shit. I was just joshing around. <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, this has been Petey. Bye. All right. Eight millimeter this section and stuff, and the hamster, and we're here, and we were there, and <laughs> now we're not here. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Peace we out. We were there. Catch you next time. Bye. Right.